record. All right, yeah, so any of the extra stuff we can edit out or whatever, that doesn't look good, but I'll probably keep it all because editing's hard. My computer's not very good. <laughs> so yeah, I, got a, I need a new one too. Yeah, it'll lock up if I try to do too much shit at once. So yeah, you're coming at us from high atop the dusty plains of a, <laughs> a seabed. What, how, how do they do it? The Edwards Plateau, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's such Hell a good yeah. podcast, man. Those guys are great. Yeah, I enjoy it a lot. I listen to them religiously. No, I meant to turn off my air conditioner. It's going to be sounding in the background the whole time. I tried to get the room charged with enough cold air before I got in here. It's a countdown. Like a fridge, man. Yeah, I wish. It's, it's a, an oven outside. Yeah, it's ridiculous here. Although today was only like 99, so. It's not, that's not too bad. Yeah, I'm not going to complain about that. <laughs> I heard San Antonio just broke their world hot record at 107 or something. Probably Dude, for that for that day of the year, but it just God, happened a couple oh days my. ago. It, it's been rough. Yeah. Global warming. Except when it's colder than ever, and then it's another thing. Don't do don't get <laughs> started on that stuff, man. I, Al Gore is never right. That's just a universal truth. He's never right. What is? Al Gore is never right. Yeah, I mean, he invented the internet, so he did pretty good there. But since then, everything's gone right, downhill. Good for him, man. Good for him. <laughs> I invented the internet too. <laughs> yeah, we all had some kind of part in it, retrospectively. <laughs> Actually, I was just talking to somebody the other day. Like, we grew up without the internet. Like, when we were first little kids, there was no internet. I know, dude. We are the, think about. We're the last of a dead breed. Seriously, we're dying breed. I guess we're still alive, but I mean, some of us. Yeah, but we're like getting like pushed out. Yeah, no, we're boomers. We're already boomers. We're like 33. Yeah, <laughs> little kids are kicking my ass in video games now. And stuff. Oh, like, no. you know. That's because our parents told us that we'd never go anywhere playing video <laughs> games. Yeah, liars. And their parents are like, you better play video games. That's the only way to make money anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You get that Twitch shit going. We need some ad revenue in this fucking house. Yeah, no joke. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a brave new world. Is there any way you could set your computer on a desk or something? Because every time you breathe or move or, or shake, like the whole thing shakes like we're in a like in an earthquake or something. I'll get it more steady. I just yeah. won't move for two hours. Just don't move for two hours. I mean, it's only like an hour and, and 47 minutes now. Yeah, so good. you've already done three minutes. All right, there you go. That's good and still. Stop shaking your head so much. All right, perfect. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm so glad you turned me on to the Brothers of the Serpent. They're um, incredible. Like, yeah, I, I just love the topics they talk about. I didn't realize. I love that every episode I get my mind blown like three or four times an episode. Yeah. And they got me. My brother got me on. Did you know we don't know how to build the pyramids in 2020? And I'm like, what? Yeah, we do. get a fucking crane out there. Let's go. Yeah, I'm like, how, 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 do, how do we not know? We don't know how they cut the stones. We don't know how they move the stones. We don't know any of that stuff. And I was yeah. like, what do you mean we don't know that? We know that. And then uh, actually one of those episodes, Archer Finley was on there talking about nobody knows what electricity is. Not yeah. like really. And I'm like, what? How? I mean, I know if I turn the light on, it's going to, like, what do you mean we don't know? That's electricity. I mean, yeah. we're talking on a microphone. Electricity. Obviously, we know what it is. Yeah. Electricity is like gravity, man. It's, yeah. we, we know it exists. We just don't get it. We think we know it exists. 
Well, yeah, we, if I drop something, it will hit the ground. So. Yeah. But I mean, who knows if that's, is that gravity? Is that because of all of the mass of the earth or is that because of some electromagnetic thing happening because of the earth? You know, is it like, why is gravity, you know, maybe we know that, that, that force exists, but we have no idea where it comes from or how it got there, or there's no graviton out there somewhere that we found. There's no measurement of it, except that it must be there or else none of this works. Right. Right. I was hearing an argument the other day. Is it a push or a pull? Like, are we being pushed down or we're being pulled down? Is it both? I've heard the argument that it's like kind of like buoyancy, you know, like, um, like you, you drop a beach ball on the ocean, it uh, floats, but you fill that beach ball with a heavier gas, heavier than water, it sinks, you know? So yep. maybe the gas we're filled with is just the right amount to walk around on the surface of the earth or, you know, there's just other ways of describing it. And we've basically built our whole cosmology from the, the Big Bang, you know, and based on gravity. Like everything exploded from nothing. And it keeps flying apart farther and faster. You know, it's faster all the time. It's getting farther away faster than it ever has before. And, and so, you know, the, the description they used to describe that in school back when we were, you know, taking classes. It was like a balloon with a bunch of pennies glued on the outside of the balloon. And there was like, they're blowing up the balloon. And so you could see the pennies. Every penny was getting farther away from every other penny because the balloon was expanding. But uh, I think it was Nassim Haramin. I was like, so who's blowing up the balloon? Yeah. And why are they putting in bigger breaths of air every time? Yeah. Why is it going their faster? Lungs, their lungs are getting stronger, I guess. Yeah. How is that? I guess because you just, you've, after you've been blowing for about 13 billion years, you get pretty good at it. Yeah, I would imagine so. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't no. know, man. I, I feel I, the, the one thing that I've realized through my exploration into these topics that I had no idea were topics or even questions or even yeah. unanswerable was that we don't know nothing. We know nothing. And like that was the first step of me understanding like I need to look into this more because we don't know anything. Yep. At all. No. And that blew my mind. I'm like, wait, this is 2020 now. We're, I guess it was 2016, 2017 when I really got into it. I'm like, wait, we're the most advanced civilization of all time. Nope. How do we not know this stuff? Exactly. <laughs> we're exactly. not. <laughs> we're not, man. We're not. We can't do half the stuff that they did. And I don't even believe, like, the thing that blows my mind is they use carbon dating as, like, this accurate, Bullshit. perfect dating. Oh, it's crazy, dude. Like, the fact that sunspots can affect the amount of carbon being input into it. So unless we can track the sunspots for the last, I guess, what, 3 million years? No, like 3 billion, 6 billion years, if that's what they're going to be saying. Unless yeah. we can track the sunspots exactly, we have no idea. All we can do is say this is older than this or this is younger than this. That's yeah. all we have. And the thing with stone is that there's no carbon in stone so you never know like you go you like you find a piece of clay pot on the ground and you and you test it and you're like this clay pot is from seven thousand years ago so stonehenge must be seven thousand years ago it could have just been some guy like me or you walking through there drinking a beer like man this shit's crazy who the fuck built this and dropped this clay cup on the ground and then that's what we dated and <laughs> that's the date we it's gave crazy yeah it could People be like, hundreds no, of thousands. carbon dating we know carbon dating i'm like all right explain it's settled like, science yeah, settled science. There's no such thing as settled science. <laughs> there never is. It's crazy. But Neil deGrasse Tyson's out there saying the words. That's settled science. I was like, aren't you a scientist, motherfucker? No, uh, you're, man, not. you're an actor. 
He's an actor. He's just like Bill yeah. Nye, the science guy. Bill Nye, the science guy, was also Bill Nye, the farmer, and Bill Nye, the other stuff, back when he had a TV show. It's just the science guy stuck. So he's still Bill Nye, the science guy, but he's not a science guy. Dude, I have a hard time not punching that guy in the face if he walked up to me. Yeah. I find him very frustrated that he pretends to be an expert on anything. Yeah. He's like Greta Thunberg. Like, why, why the fuck are we talking to this person? <laughs> Dude, I don't know. Freaking trying to get her a, what, a Pulitzer or a Nobel Peace Prize? Yeah. Because she whines? If I'd have known that, I've been whining for years. I have been. It doesn't do shit. I think you have to be a teenage um, um, Aryan, Aryan race type of person to get any kind of credit these days. Dude, that's, that's racist to say that. I know. I can't. Everything that comes out of my mouth is racist. Dude, we were born racist, didn't you know? No, I know, man. I went to a school with one black guy. I don't, I don't know how far we can get into that. But, hey, I was uh, the best friend growing up. We, we, yeah, we, all, we all had one black friend. So none of us were racists. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, but my, I know for sure my grandfather, who was like a, a preacher, a pastor of a church, and was a real stand-up guy, and I love him to death, and all the stuff, and he was racist. Like, you know, he would talk about the Mexicans on the back fence. Damn, Mexicans. There's a difference yeah, I mean, between Mexicans and Mexicans. It's two different things. I was like, Grandpa, <laughs> we can't talk like that no more. Yeah, nobody's pretending that racism doesn't exist. I mean, point me to the guy that's pretending that racism doesn't exist, and I'll laugh in his face. But to pretend that everything is – it can't be zero or 100. It could be a percentage, man. Like, it's zero or 100 with everything right now. I'm like, God, guys, everything isn't racism, yeah, especially I mean, global warming. I would say that it's the least racist time ever, at least in the United States of America. So it's the United States of America's least racist it's ever been in all of its history. I agree. You could even argue that it's the most, it's the least racist country that has ever existed on the planet that we know of. So in recorded history. Yeah. Because I mean, like, can you tell me another example of a country that was this diverse, firstly? Uh, I'm not talking about empires, a lot what Alexander was capable of doing taking over all that area because i'm talking about a singular country is there ever been a more diverse with that many different cultures and genghis khan no man that was all one he was banging all those women yeah but he was banging everybody like the black girls the white girls the asians like um that wasn't that wasn't that wasn't a good kind of diversity that was i'm gonna bang you no matter what there was no diversity it was just universality you're getting banged well, uh, that's what, I mean, that's like the the idea that we're given about Genghis Khan. But when, when you look at what actually happened when he conquered a place, like he gave them all the option. He's like, you can you can keep your religion, you can keep your system, your language, your money, your your people, everything. You can do it exactly like you're doing, but open this motherfucking gate right now. <laughs> and if you don't, then we're going to change all that stuff for you. But all we want is for you to pay, um, what is it, like, taxes it was called something else you know gifts or or you have to pay your um whatever to the empire but just keep doing what you're doing all we want is for you to pay us and, and that's okay. it. Yeah, yeah but he didn't burn churches he didn't get rid of religions he let everybody stay the same and speak their languages and all this stuff as long as they opened the gates if you didn't then you were just fodder for his soldiers and they would rape all your women and and everybody knew that so they opened the gates i wouldn't well i don't know would you open the gates Depends on how much of an army I had. <laughs> That's true. How many guns yeah. do you have? Yeah. Am I capable of defeating this horde? Because if not, like, what's the point? Are we all, I mean, you can watch all your women get raped or you can let Genghis Khan take the, take his pick of the litter and just move on. I don't know. It's a really hard question to ask unless you're in that position. True, man. Yeah. I'm glad we're not in that position anymore. 
yet. I don't plan on getting there. Plus, <laughs> I have enough guns now. I'm not scared yeah. of Barrel wielding people. I'm, I'll take them out. Yeah, I was talking about that today on my live stream. Like, have you paid any attention to the QAnon stuff? Yeah, but not like religiously. I I follow enough people on Twitter and Facebook that I get exposure. Like a lot of it from you, a lot of it from this guy named Tommy. I just get uh, uh, shout out to Tommy. Yes, nice Tommy. Uh, <laughs> I get a lot of information secondhand. Yeah, I uh, all of I'm us do. Yeah, exactly. I've been pretty busy digging into some other stuff I've been doing as far as sports-related content. Yeah. So most of my QAnon and everything is whenever I happen to be on Twitter or Facebook and I, I'll scroll through, see what's going on, and that's where I'm getting a lot of my information. If it's something that catches my eye, I start to dig into it. If not, I just stash it away and think, okay, that's something I'm going to come back to later. Uh, let's see where it goes from here, especially if it's like breaking news. I'm like, all right, well, let's see if it's really breaking news or not, like, or is somebody trolling? Yeah. It's amazing. That's, that's how it is in 2020. Like every single piece of information that comes across your screen, you got to like go through this whole vetting process. It's like, is that true? Like, is that real? Dude. Did somebody just make that up? <laughs> did you yeah, just make it up just now or did that happen? What percentage would you guess is all made up stuff? It's going to, Oh my God. Yeah, like 90 plus. I don't know. I mean, I think even the stuff that's true, we don't even know the real truth of it. We just know like the, um, the spun version or the, yeah, made for, made for TV version. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, I like I'm very into right now finding objective truth. And we, we spoke about this yesterday. What's objective truth anymore? Like, what is objective truth? And what can you say definitively? I know this to be true. Yeah. Nothing really. Nothing. I think, I think therefore I am. Yep. The Descartes model. I subscribe <laughs> to that. We were again. We we're talking about this too. I I know I'm existing. I'm having thoughts. I'm having beers. I'm yeah. wearing clothes. The beer tastes good. It's cold. It's yeah. It's crazy. Like <laughs> I know that, and, and then I was as we were saying. I know that. Well, I know. I think I know that. We're just going to put some quotations around this entire conversation, so we don't have to do that anymore. Because we should have done that from the beginning. Nothing we say is true, and um, we're probably wrong about all this stuff. Yeah, this, exactly. This, disclaimer. We have no idea. No. If idea. you think we have an idea, then we'll take a million dollars from you, and we'll give you all of our ideas. Yeah, I got a lot of them. Yeah, me too. Me too. Million dollars per <laughs> idea. You're tired tomorrow. Yeah. But yeah, like I, th I think that I'm existing, and I think that there is some sort of uh, infinite presence. Other than that, I have no idea about anything else. Anything else? But I just look when you talk about the Big Bang and you talk about creation of the universe. Mm. If it even never got created, I mean, is the universe the infinite thing? I have no Probably, idea. Maybe. We don't know. playing games with us about expanding when in reality, it's just like stretching this part here. Oh, look, they're looking here. Stretch this part. Ah, oh, they're looking here. Stretch this part. This is like a clown up there just trying to mess with us and keep us confused, which I totally believe there are people out there trying to keep us confused and ignorant. Yeah, but that's like the levels, you know, like um, my, my current cosmology or my current way of viewing the whole thing is that and this happened like this is how i came back to god if you will like after being an atheist from like 17 years old to probably 23 me and you used to have a lot of arguments about catholicism and stuff in the hallway that got really heated and yeah. i would always i would always take the part of but how can we trust this fucking book made by people? Like, what are you talking about? What's the difference between this and textbooks and anything else? It's just some people that got together. Like, there's actually the Council of Mycenae or whatever, where all the, 
you know, yep. the bishops and everything got together and just took out a bunch of books, took out the book of Enoch, took out all this other stuff. Like crazy, man. Yeah. And then, so this is the Bible. And I grew up in a place with like my parents being like, no, but that's the word of God. And the word of God cannot be touched. You know, like God, there's like 50 God saved it. Bibles. There's like 50 different Bibles. That's my problem with it. There's the King James. There's a this, there's a that. There's like 50 different Bibles and none of them say the same thing. Yeah. I'm like, well, they're obviously getting changed. And the first Bible was written like five dead languages ago. <laughs> like, we've already gone through three languages, translating the Bible through three languages that don't even exist anymore. Yeah. In reality. Dude, and that, that gets into me into hieroglyphs. Like, we really don't have any idea what those things say. I've always no felt, idea. yeah, no, it's just somebody making shit up. Like, as long as you can make all the hieroglyphs tell a story, like, if you figure out how to add uh, meaning to each other picture, and you can be like, look, it's saying this because this says this and this says this, but you don't really know. Yeah, it's like, it's like saying one plus one is two. That's my two arms. But this is actually five if you count the fingers. But look, one plus one is two. Even though it's five, one plus one is still two. Because there's two arms here or two hands, but there's five fingers. Yeah. But that's still two when you talk about the hands. And we have no idea what this – we don't have a base to – like a foundation to measure these things. We are just measuring them based off of guessing. Everything is built based off assumptions. Every single thing we know is an assumption-based uh, theory. Yeah, that's why I get furious when people are out there pulling down statues. Even though I hate Columbus, and he was a horrible bastard. And if you read the real story of like how he went through all these different islands and took a bunch of slaves and chopped people's feet off and tortured all these, it was all horrible. But you know, that's all we that's all we have of what how we got here. You know, like even even though it's horrible, that's all we have. If you take that away, then we're just floating and somebody can come in and tell us like whoever like y'all were made because of this. You know, they can just add whatever story in after that. But the really scary, sad part is is I think that, you know, even all the Columbus story and stuff was already added in there. Like it didn't really happen like that. And we were just handed this you know, like there's yep. already all this shit going on in America, probably since the Egyptians, if not longer, you know. And, and we just say that this guy showed up in 1492. Like, no, they were, they were there before you even had a calendar. Yep. Seriously. <laughs> I mean, if I'm not mistaken, they found a boat with a skeleton in it that was Japanese genealogy from like 17,000 years ago or something that was on the coast of California or Oregon. Uh, don't quote me on that, but this is totally pooping on the whole crossing the Bering Strait uh, or like, okay, so where did these people come from? They just grow from the ground? I mean, maybe. I have no idea. So how'd well, they get here? The thing, I mean, I, I, I believe the Bering Strait thing. I know that my hindsight is twenty twenty, but I feel like I remember myself listening to all this stuff in school and being like, really? Like, that's how it happened? <laughs> Are you sure about that? But, um, you know, they found like DNA testing of Australasian DNA in deep in the Amazon. Australasian is, is Aboriginal, you know? They said, I'm sorry, there's too many breaks in this chain for me to think that I'm going to swing off of a tree with this chain and I'm not going to fall into the ocean. Like, there's too many breaks in this chain. Yeah. We, it, this is not a solid, logical base anything this is no. literally just guesses upon guesses upon guesses and i'm trusting that these people are good guessers and we know for a fact they're not uh, the they're opposite wrong. actually they yeah. they guess the wrong thing on purpose to confuse you exactly <laughs> exactly i don't trust any of these fools they're mm -hmm. terrible mm -hmm. i mean we're who wrote 
anything. Like who wrote anything? Because I need to know what their thought process was going into it. Like I heard this amazing uh, analysis about the Quran, about why Muhammad gets more violent at the end and more hell and fire and brimstone at the end because he's in the middle of a war. So of course he's going to be teaching more violent, take no prisoners, the white man's infidel type stuff. But that has, it's totally a different story from the beginning of this religion where it's more peaceful. The context of when they're writing, what their headspace is about when they're mm, writing it, true. has a lot to do with it. It's got a lot to what? do with it. Yeah, I'm sorry. My wife just came in and she was trying to steal my lighter. But we oh, made a really? deal that she can have the lighter if she brings an ashtray and I'll smoke a cigarette, but only if I open the window. We did all that without words. That's, dude, that's called being married. Yeah. It's we'll in your out, Like 10 years <laughs> in. Um, but I have a, a disorder. I think it's just how normal people are, but whenever something else is happening around me and I'm focusing my attention there, I don't hear, like if I'm on the phone with somebody and somebody's trying to tell me something, but I'm listening to the person on the phone, I won't hear a single word that you're saying to me and vice versa. If I'm listening to the person, I won't hear a single word that the person on the phone is saying. So what was the last like 10 seconds of the stuff you just said? Cause my wife was distracting me. And <laughs> I already forgot. I saw okay. this interesting study about how men are not good at multitasking because we have like boxes of stuff that we so we stay in one box at a time. Yeah. And so when we're in that box, that's all we can think about. And yeah. like, the funny part was men have a nothing box and we sit there a lot. I live there. Yeah. My wife's always like, what are you looking at? I'm like, absolutely nothing. What are you thinking about? No, no. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just here. How are you doing? Yeah. She, can, yeah, she can't believe me. I'm like, I promise I'm not thinking about a single thing right now. Yeah. I'm in um, almost best mode. And I think you can talk a lot of shit about men, but you really want that nothing box when it comes to be the only thing between you and a saber tooth tiger. Yes. And yes. The, the saber-toothed tiger fills the whole nothing box, and your husband yes. is going to save you from that fucking tiger. Agreed. I'm not worried about how good my hair looks when I'm fighting that saber-toothed tiger. Mm -mm. Yeah, I mean, men and women are better at different things. They, uh, anybody who says that that's not true is crazy. Anybody who says that that's not true, uh, any woman that says that's not true, I'll arm wrestle you right now. Agreed. Any, any one of them. <laughs> Actually, I arm wrestled three women at one time, and I tore my bicep. Very yeah. stupid. Okay, so two women equals one men. We figured out feminism. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, women. Yes, please don't hate us forever. You're awesome and all kinds of other stuff that we're terrible at. Dude, you know how many women you know how many kids I can give birth to? Zero. Zero. Right now. Exactly. You just wait. Wait till twenty twenty five when you get the installable womb. Dude. Oh my god. From Elon Musk. It comes along with your your seven chips that will tell you what your temperature is, where you are on the earth, what the stars are, what time of the day it is. What current um, hoax you need to be extremely afraid of. Oh my God, what happens when ads start getting in on those things? That's immediately gonna there. happen. That's the second thing that happens. <laughs> you need this for your safety, but we might as well sell you stuff while we have a captive yeah. audience. Oh, upgrade now. When I, I just had a driver update in my computer. I'm like, dude, shut up. It's, it's going to be bad. Yeah, I mean, now on your phone, you, you take the update, and all of a sudden, you have a COVID tracking app. Dude, I'm not happy about that at all. Yeah, what are you going to do? Not, I'm not mm -hmm. happy about that at all. I don't remember ever giving them permission to do that. I don't remember them asking. Yeah, you did. You did when you signed. You turned the phone on for the first time, and you accepted that little little box, and that box said, we can change the rules whenever you want, whenever we want, and you already accepted them. So accept or don't accept. This is your last chance. And so the first time you accepted that little box, you accepted that they can change whatever they want, whenever they want, without your permission. 
I wonder if there's a market for phones that don't play games like that. There is, but that market's not allowed. Like there was a there was a modular phone that came out or was, I guess, in concept or they already had it all designed and we're looking for investors and it was like 10 years ago. And so when a new processor comes out, you can um, just order the new processor and it, the old processor pops out, clip the new processor in and you have the new processor. Like, why are we mining all these fucking precious metals and having slave factories and creating all this super toxic waste so that everybody gets a new iPhone. Why do they cost so much when it's slave labor? That pisses me off too. I'm gonna get a slave how, how much is, how much is Apple worth right now? Yeah. $1 trillion basically. That's why Amazon comes out with a phone. I, I can't believe they haven't done that yet, but I feel like Amazon, this is my serious opinion. That we can go get another beer in a second. No, I have a, I have a lot. Uh, Amazon, um, Facebook, Google, Twitter, YouTube. I mean, YouTube is Google and all this stuff. But these these guys, Microsoft for sure, that makes six, um, came out on top already. And so like if Bill Gates needed the certain software or whatever, then they took it, you know, and he had the lawyers and he had the backing and his parents were super rich and influential. And so he did, like, he's not a genius or anything. Like he just has powerful people behind him that set him up. And so he set up an operating system that was, took somebody else's, like somebody else made DOS and he just added stuff onto it. And um, now every keystroke, every one of us has ever made on a computer is stored on a server somewhere. That means everything you've ever typed, every word is stored through Microsoft. And then every picture and video you've ever taken is, is on Facebook and everything you've ever liked on YouTube and every, you know, everything you've ever reacted with is on a server somewhere. And they have this huge file on every person and they know like everything that ticks us and everything that makes us mad and everything we want to buy and all of our hopes and dreams and all of our business plans. And so they get to choose through all that stuff and they can be like, Oh, I like this business plan. This is a good idea. And then they can just take it and invest their billions and trillions of dollars in it. And they were all just set up like this by the oligarchs that have been controlling everything for a long time. They were just given these platforms because, you know, Facebook was a CIA program called Livestream or something like that. Like it was something that the that they were building with DARPA to be able to track every person, like have a profile on every person. And then the moment, that's not the name of it, the name is something else. But the moment that um, Facebook became live, like became a public company or became a real company, uh, that program ended the same day. So all they did was just pick this guy and then make this like, make the story from the movie. What was the movie? Um, you know, with a guy from Napster and all this stuff, Justin Timberlake. And they, oh, they told yeah, yeah. they told us this story about the, the rich twins trying to steal it. And they made this whole fucking thing about, about how this guy started Facebook and he was a dropout from college and stuff. The social but, network. And, social network. And if you look at Zuckerberg, he's a fucking robot, dude. Like if you look at him in the in the hearing, the Congress hearings and stuff when he's drinking water, the and he just had these huge fucking weird shark eyes and he barely moves his body and <laughs> he's just a weirdo. And this guy is responsible for all of our private information. This one person, he can do whatever he wants with it. He actually owns it. It's his. Dude, I don't like that at all. And I don't like the whole publisher versus a uh, platform argument. Like they're getting the tax breaks of a platform a lot like a AT&T Verizon. Yeah. But they're acting like they're the New York Times yeah. as a publisher because they're choosing what can and can't go out there. Like that would be like AT&T saying, you can't call so-and-so because yeah. we said so. And I'm like, guys, you can't have it both ways. 
it's one or the other pick. And uh, I'm looking, I'm currently on the lookout for a platform. I've seen a few that have been trying to start up that doesn't take all your data, that doesn't censor all your information. Like, yeah. I'm not even, I don't even think there's a real thing as hate speech. I, I know that why there's hate speech laws in other countries, but if you want actual freedom of speech, you cannot have hate speech. It doesn't well, exist. They, they, no. they are, they are literally mutually exclusive. Like, they, you, yes. like some, you're allowed to hate. You got you, you can't outlaw hate because that means, I mean, all, all I ever talk about is stuff that'll get me banned, but like, <laughs> um, the a- anti-Semitism, like you made your own word for prejudice and yeah, there's your crazy. own laws. You, you have separate laws for anti-Semitism that don't apply to other types of prejudice. Um, how did that happen? I mean, I get it. Yeah. The, the, um, Holocaust that was, that was super bad. Six million Jews, they say, but also 20 million Russians died in that same time. And, you know, like 8 million Armenians were Holocausted a, a, f- a few years apart. And none of them got their own separate country and their own separate words for prejudice and all this stuff. And so, I don't know. I think it's, um, I think most religions are just used as a, a, a veil for moving power around and, and, you know, like it's just a, another type of weapon. I get that. I find myself struggling, but I also look, when I, when I break it down as to why I would still identify myself as a Christian would be when I look at the actual, like, I think of the two commandments that Jesus would have was credited for love one another and love God. I'm like, Which two are those? What number? When he's basically does these, these are the two commandments. Essentially he talks about, I can't remember what the uh, part of it is in, but he's like, these are the important things, love one another and love God. And I'm like, man, I can't really get away from that as far as being a good way to live your lifestyle. Like I can't find, a way around treating people well and honoring whatever this create creator thing is. And so like when, when you like the compassionate viewpoint of how you're supposed to help people who need help. Um, and again, I'm picking and choosing parts of it that I like, but I think you can do that. I think you can pick the things you like and pick the things you don't like. Well, that's what and Muslims do. Ex- exact. Every religion does like I'm eating shrimp, dude. I like shrimp that in the Bible. It says, don't do that. But I like shrimp. It's good for you. It's got good protein. I'm eating it. Yeah. But I also think the whole be compassionate and love one another. Like to me, I can subscribe to something like that and the way we treat people. And so I, I stick like the, the teachings. And I'm not talking about Old Testament stuff. I'm talking about like New Testament, more of the things that Jesus was preaching. Yeah. I get that. And that makes so much sense to me that I'm like, why wouldn't I live my life in a way that is good to other people or that is going to be able to, sometimes you can put other people first. That's, I know, well, I don't know, but I feel strongly that that strengthens me as a person. I I know that. I know for sure that helping other people strengthens you as a person. You end up getting more out of it than you do from somebody else doing something for you a lot of times. And it's, to me, I'm like, I, I can subscribe to this notion that we should treat each other with respect, dignity, and love. Like I'm buying in. And so that's why I still, I consider myself a Christian. And then like the oldest Christian religion that I grew up in is Catholicism. And even though there's a bunch of stuff wrong with that church and I don't agree with everything they say or do the basic tenets that I was raised and brought up in, I still subscribe to those things. And so because of that, 
I still consider myself that because I'm like, look, religion is definitely a tool. And you know what? It's a good foundation for some people and it's necessary. It's not necessary for other people. But for me, I like that a lot of my moral background has been based on this treating people good thing. And I, and I witnessed like the best people that I've ever met as far as how they treat other people and some of the worst people too are people who are very religious. And so I'm like, if I can be the best aspect of that rather than the worst aspect of that and treat people well, like I can subscribe to this and I could make this part of what I am or the way I'm going to interact with the world around me. And like, again, I have lots of problems with organized religion, but I also see the pros that makes sense. It does. And I've always just kind of felt like, I'm not always, you know, I was raised very Christian, but I feel like I was always disbelieving of it. Like, um, disbelieving of the people like i feel like it was a lot of acting at church and i went to like born again christian churches and, and people were falling on the ground and stuff when the preacher touched you and, and i went up to the preacher one time and he touched me and i fell on the ground and i was just laying there and i'm like but i just fell down on purpose <laughs> what if all these other people did that i just didn't want to be the guy that's still standing up here you know what i mean social pressure there's social pressure for sure yeah yeah, yeah so, what's wrong with you why can't you fall down god doesn't yeah. love you <laughs> <laughs> that's what, your kid. Yeah, that's what I felt like. I was like, I better fall down or God doesn't love me. You know what I mean? I gotta maybe I'm just doing it wrong. And so if I fall down, I'll understand or whatever, you know. And yep. stuff like that happened and I never forgot, you know. But I also went to church camps and things like that. We went to um Alto Frio out there, I think is uh um a huge maybe Baptist based church camp near the Frio River. And you would go to these um, worship seminars and stuff and people would be singing and dancing all at the same time and you could literally feel the energy inside of you like the holy spirit they say and the, you know, the anointing you could feel it running through your veins like this extra power you're like oh yeah you know jesus is real this stuff is really happening but i don't know if if, if somebody a long time ago just realized they could manipulate those very human um, emotions and feelings of having large groups of people focused on the same thing and, and moving at the same time with the same rhythm to the same music. And, you know, that's what you look in the shamanic cultures. That's what the shamans do. They play drums for all day or they, you know, they do something that like in, in Mexico, they have this thing called the Camino Rojo, the red path. And it's like the old Mexica religion. And um, they're um, pretty brutal. Like they dance for days. They have this uh, um, ceremony of the sun or something they call it. And they dance for like four fucking days straight. And then the really badass ones put hooks through their body and hang themselves up from trees in the sun. And uh, you get to some really uh, powerful places because of all of these extreme things going on. But um, how much of that was just understood, you know, like, like the love everybody and love God. Like people realized a long time ago that if people just believe that, then they would get all these benefits from it. So we can yeah. now couch all of this other stuff inside of that basic core belief that is true. It's a true thing. If you love God and you love your fellow man, then things are going to work out for you. And then they just add all this stuff on the back end. You know what I mean? That is also yeah. required. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Um, again, my mind exploded when they when I found out about that experiment they did with the random number generator of zeros and ones. And then they have yeah. people focus on either zero or one. And that thing started coming up more. And I was like, man, and that was an argument I make when people say prayer doesn't work. I'm like, dude, I don't think you understand when you focus your intent and your will on something, it does work. It we does. know it works. 
Now, whether or not you're having a direct communication or whatever, that's not my point. My point is, if you focus your will and your intent on something, you are going to see some sort of results. We have the ability to influence the world around us, For the sure. universe around us in that yeah. way. It's crazy. In a big way. That's why I'm, I'm so against mainstream media narratives and stuff like this, like the stuff that is um, bringing in millions and millions of people, like the Super Bowl halftime show where you have like 15 million people all focused on the same thing. And then they get to do all these rituals and weird hidden stuff. Mm. And because we're all there, we're all giving our attention to it. We're giving them our creative ability to do what they want with it. Like we're, they're we're literally speaking it into existence. And exactly. Abracadabra. Doing that, man. That's what that means. Abracadabra. I, I, Jeez, I speak. Man, I'm going to have to start. I'm going to start turning off this, the halftime show. No. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I remember when my grandparents saw the halftime. I was there with my grandparents and my family and stuff when Jennifer Lopez boob popped out, and we're oh, all yeah. there, uh, we're all there uh, sitting sitting. Who was it? It was the the the. the uh, wow, I keep wanting to say Jesse Jackson. That's not it. It's um Michael Jackson's sister, Janet Jackson. Oh uh, yeah, you're right. Doesn't seem like right, a little costume. Right. Oh, it was an right. accident. Hey man, I was happy. How old were we at the time? That was an awesome thing for me at that, that time. Awesome. That's some awesome boob. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. not when your grandfather's next to you. My grandfather, the preacher, was sitting next to me, and, and the boob popped out. And you know how big my family is? My whole family was at my grandparents' house during that. There was like – Your 50, whole, whole family? There was over 50 people there. <laughs> and the rest of the day, all of us teenage boys were trying to stay seated because I'm sure we were walking around, like, pitching tents and stuff. Yeah. Where's the replay? Yeah. How do we get the replay? Dude, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you getting the wine back then. Like, rewind. TiVo. <laughs> yeah. That's why TiVo happened because all those little boys were starting yeah. to focus on the fact that we wanted to rewind. How can we never lose that boob ever again? Exactly. We have that's to like record. The 12th boob I've ever seen. And that's the first famous boob. Can you believe that now? Because today they have a fucking smart uh, supercomputer in their pocket. They can Dude. see whatever they want. Unless you go in there and you throw some really serious protections on there. And you make sure that your kid doesn't know how to break them because your kids are better at protections than you are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're better at the, they're better at your phone. You know, my little nephew can go into my mom's phone and change all her passwords and get all her information and then change his change his security settings. And he he's like seven. No, he's nine now. Dude, I would I don't have kids yet, but I have been asking all these parents at a meeting, like, what age do you give your kid a phone? Never. He's like, well, I don't want them to be <laughs> That's Yeah, I get that. But Amish, then, baby. We're Amish now. Without a phone in non-Amish scenarios, <laughs> you're going to have a really difficult time getting some of these jobs if you're looking to go be into corporate, in the corporate world or whatever. Yeah. And I don't want my kid to be the only kid in school that doesn't have a phone. Or That's how they I get you. My, I don't want my kid to be the first kid in school with a phone either. Like yeah. I want to, I think once my kids are driving, that's a no doubt to give sure. them a phone case. But like, that seems pretty late these days. That's when I got a phone. I think I was 16. like 16, 17. Yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't make as much sense now. And we don't know what this is doing to these kids' brains, man. Like, yeah, it's fucking it up. Idea. That's terrifying to me. I don't want to be using my kid as a guinea pig experiment. Man. That's what you're doing, man. But that's like Elon Musk's point with his whole, what's, what's his, his like seventh company of Neuralink or whatever it is. Yeah. Neuralink is, is saying that, look, technology is running off without us, whether you want it to or not. Like it's going to either, we can either, you know, let it go and, and be forgotten or we can go with it. 
So he's literally planning on drilling like one inch holes into people's brains so he can install electrodes so that you can interface with technology at a higher level. You know what I mean? Never, ever, ever, no, ever, but, ever, ever. But our kids, you know, like I will. I'll beat my. I'll beat that out of my kids. <laughs> <laughs> we'll at least get one more generation of rednecks that aren't going to give in. To the yeah, seriously, gonna, our kids are going to be the final generation. Kids yeah. are going to be born with this now. They're going to be going in vitro and injecting them with the chips so they can talk when they come out of the womb and stuff. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, 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 yeah. Although That's I would weird. be interested. I mean, it's super cool too. Yeah. It's like, like the things you can do, like, honestly, like if you expanded your brain capacity, but that's kind of something that I really got from my wife, you know, like I was kind of on board with all this stuff too, until I started learning more about spiritual technology. Yeah, and we already fucking have all these abilities that you want to get from technology. We just, we've lost them because of the way that we're interacting with the world, but like the empathy and telekinesis i even think and like telepathy, yes. telepathy for sure you know I, I've, I've gone through so many personal instances of, of telepathic communication with people and knowing they're going to call and all these other examples that you know that there's no way that would have just happened like that and you can't call it coincidence because of the bazillions of of different ways it could have happened but it yeah, happened. the odds of those the odds of those all being coincidences no way are astronomical you yeah, couldn't no way it's almost impossible to believe, almost impossible to believe. It's, it's uh, yeah, it weirds me out. And I think about too, we're, again, we don't even understand what electricity is. And we're gonna be putting all this electrical stuff into our body yeah. and we know how electrical our bodies are. And we're gonna be messing around with the whole wiring of the way we operate. No, thank you. And that's after 100 years worth of um, science fiction writers telling us exactly what was going to happen if we did that. <laughs> that is so strange, too, how often they call this stuff, man. That, that's the thing, what you were just saying, like your prayer power stuff. Like, they didn't call it. They made, they made it. it. Oh, they made so it out of ether. By the way. I'm waiting for the teleporters. They already have them. They're not releasing that technology to the, to the Goyan. Yeah. yeah. Well, that makes me excited, though. That way, when I'm 90 years old in a wheelchair, I can just go visit Antarctica or something and see the ancient civilization. Under Bro, there. if they have teleporters, they don't have wheelchairs. Like, you're walking at 90. True, like Professor <laughs> X style, dude. Oh, yeah, I'll just be walking. No, I want a wheelchair. What if I'm lazy? Yeah, I mean, you got a flying chair for sure. But we thought yeah. we'd have flying stuff in the, in the 80s dude, for I sure by 2000. Being, <laughs> I remember being in middle school and reading this magazine article that they had in a dentist's office or something about how they're going to be having these flying port stations by 1999 or whatever and we're going to be in there's going to be flying cars flying around nope nope we Matter could fact, you're better, you're better off could. getting old ones we could but we're focused on a lot of other really stupid shit that doesn't matter instead dude i just want to get to mars like i am all about elon musk get off this planet right now like we are at risk of something so big we have no chance of like one asteroid one comet one anything and we're sent right back to the beginning. And the only people who live are the people that are living up in the top of the mountains and caves and stuff. We've got to get off this planet. Not saying that we leave this planet, but we've got to take what we know and put it somewhere safe like in case arc. we get wiped out. Yes. Like we do have the International Space Station. So at least we'd have, what are they going to come down here? What, what all, how many people are up there right now? I don't know, 12? And they're going to rebuild the entire civilization? No. We need to get on Mars. We need to start putting resources there. Have you ever seen Mars? That place looks terrible. Dude, have you seen that there's, that more than likely than not, there's pyramids up there? Yeah, and giant faces and all kinds yeah. of fucking constructions. And... I've seen some crazy theories about that that I find, like any theory you bring up to me, 
I'm going to openly look at it. And I'm going to try to find the truth in that theory. And I'll entertain it, man, because why not? The stuff that I've been taught my whole life is so much more full of how much time? How much time do we spend fucking dare classes and stuff just hearing a bunch of bullshit that didn't matter and only made people's lives worse? Dude. We how have much time? Like, we were sitting there like being just force-fed shit that has absolutely no bearing on our lives for years upon years. So you bro, might as well look into the, the other stuff, you know? Yeah, I just think it's fair. <laughs> at least to- read an article or two. That's what I mean. It's fair to take both sides of it. Why would I not at least entertain it when for the majority of my life, I was entertaining the biggest load of shit that I'd ever heard in my life. Yeah. Might as well at least hear some of this. Like people who talk about uh, aliens built the pyramids. I think those people are less crazy than the ones who say slaves built the pyramids. Yeah, me too. Like, are you joking? You think like, you could barely get slaves to pick cotton? Yeah. Like, how, how are they going to be engineers? We know for a fact. We slave, know slave engineers. Over. We have data that proves slave labor is the least efficient workforce on planet Earth. There's no incentivization. All you're doing is whatever you can do to not get beaten and to just go another day. And you lose the will to live after a while. And you're going to make the most precise and perfect building that measures up and maps to the stars and basically taught us geometry. And you're going to get, oh, you're just going to use ropes. Yeah, ropes are going to move 180-ton bricks uh, 250 miles across the desert sand, which is why I think this is older because I don't think they were moving that on sand. You ever try to move anything in sand? Well, you know about the you, you you've heard Robert Shock. I'm sure the Snake Brothers have gone through. Uh, the Sphinx is way older than they say. Exactly. Either. So if you say older, like the Sphinx when it was originally built was in like a jungle type scenario, and so they yep. might have been able to easily dig canals and build that big makes rafts. so much more sense to me. You know what I mean? And like I've seen actually a theory about a guy says, no, like they just built these big dams around the pyramids and they would fill it up with water and then they could float the blocks into place, fill it up more, float the blocks into place, do all that stuff and then just drain the whole thing. You know what I mean? Like, Could you float a 180 ton rock on what? You can float anything as long as you have more buoyancy underneath it. Yeah, but how do you create that much buoy? I know. Have you ever seen a shipping, con- like a shipping dude, container ship? Dude, dude. <laughs> they I, float billions and billions of tons of stuff. Have you ever heard that song, The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald by Gordon Lightfoot? I don't think so, but it sounds like a good song. It, he talked, he said, with a load of iron ore, 26,000 tons more. And I'm like, wait, did he just say 26,000 tons? Yep, and that was in the olden days. Yeah, and he floated it across the lake on a boat. And then think about this, man. Know so much. How long has it been since the Industrial Revolution, steam power? How long in our history, our current yeah, not, timeline? Not, not, not long at all. How long? Throw a number. But, when was that like the industrial revolution? Like, like steam power, I think was the 1800s, like 1700s, maybe, but 1800s is when they actually had a usable steam engine, late, late 1800s. So we're talking about like three people ago. Four. I love using that. I love using that. <laughs> Isn't it great? Yeah. <laughs> Puts it into perspective. Four people yeah. ago, we invented steam power and now we're supposedly flying around space and shooting all these probes and Venus and shit. And so like we're talking. Four people ago, this whole country started. Yeah, and so um, how long has the human being had this exact same cerebral cortex? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's been at least I think it's been at least a hundred thousand years. I think it's been at least like the current except is like two hundred and thirty thousand yeah. years. And so well, how yeah, how many I don't know about the dating? I'm I'm confused about the dating. It's, I mean it's probably all bullshit, but we're gonna use the standard model because what else do we have? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And so if that's the case, then how many industrial revolutions can fit in that 250,000 year place that we've had the same brain? 
Yeah, the idea that all of the human advancement that we know of and has happened in the last 300 years is bullshit. Yeah, horses and carriages up until just now and then all of a yeah. sudden space. Internet, yeah, <laughs> get everything. That's crazy and arrogant. That's super arrogant. Super arrogant. <laughs> but that's the thing, like people love to feel good about themselves. So they'll believe anything that makes them feel better about themselves. So you just couch everything and, and look how awesome you are. You're the most advanced human species that's ever existed. People are like, well, yeah. 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 I always say like America. If only we could figure out socialism, we'd finally be, uh, <laughs> we'd finally be advanced. Dude, no, <laughs> never ever. I used to always say America is the greatest country that's ever existed. Now I say America is the greatest country that we know about. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure if Atlantis is real, no, I'm pretty sure Atlantis was real in some capacity. They probably had us beat because it looked like everybody was flying around all over the place. Flying yeah. cars happened in Atlantis. There's flying. There's flying. There's like engravings of people obviously flying and every like all over the world. Yep. People with oxygen helmets on and weird suits and all over the place. Yeah. yeah. You know about the Perry Reese maps, right? Yeah. Like they have yeah. Antarctica as a landmass and it's it hasn't true. even been uncovered with ice for eight or 10,000 years. God almighty. Like somebody was floating around the ocean. Or no, flying. not only that, somebody knew exactly what it looked like from space. That and the other thing too is crazy <laughs> is they had latitude and longitude down yeah. that long ago. How did they do that? The same way we did. Space. A clock. Crazy, man. So that's why I don't like the idea of Christopher Columbus didn't know where he was going and they thought India was bullshit. Oh, I think they knew what was going that's on. That's what I mean. Like Na Napoleon Bonaparte said, um, history is a, fab a fable agreed upon. Napoleon Bonaparte, one of the most powerful people. And in, in he, he was only like three, three people ago when Napoleon Bonaparte died. <laughs> that drives me crazy. <laughs> it's great, right? It's the best way to talk about stuff. And so three people ago, Napoleon Bonaparte was saying, um, history is a fable agreed upon. Um, and we've all heard that uh, history is written by the victors, you know. And I think it was Denzel Washington said, um, if the news is fake, imagine what a heaping pile of bullshit history is. You know, like we don't even know what's happening right now. <laughs> Denzel seems awake. Denzel yeah. seems awake. I don't know. He, when I listen to that man speak, I'm like, he seems nuanced and awake and aware of a lot of crap that not a lot of people in that realm are. Yeah, man, nobody's asking him what's going on. Nope. Hey, what do you, what, hey Denzel, what do you think about Black Lives Matter? Spread <laughs> yeah, that up and down. Have you seen the Terry Crews stuff? I don't know. Who, who's that? Terry Crews is tearing up. Uh, Nick, you saw the Nick Cannon stuff that came out recently? Well, did you, did you watch that interview that they're all talking about? Which one? The, one, the Nick Cannon interview where he's yes. interviewing like, this oh, guy. Today and, I did. and they were talking about the Hitler quote. I think, like, Hitler saying that... Um, the the Jews were really the uh, Negro people, like um, Africa. Talking about the Sean Jackson when he tweeted that stuff about how Hitler posted that the the black people are being persecuted by the Jews or whatever, and the he posted all that stuff along with Louis Farrakhan stuff. I mean, straight up crazy. No, there's a whole organization in the United States that are black Jews, black Hebrews. Yeah, the Hasidic, the Hasidic Jews. Yeah. No, no, not Hasidic. Um, oh no, I've heard about, I've heard, I've heard talk about this. I, I don't even know what they call themselves, but, um, they're, they're black Hebrews, but there's this whole other story of these people saying that, um, the Hebrews, like all the Hebrews in history and the ones in Egypt and all the stuff that we read about in the Bible were black people and that 
this group, this very powerful group in this in the 16s or 1700s, just kind of, um, and it might have been before that, just took over their story and gave it to themselves because of all the persecution and things. And, and But it was really the black people. And then since then, we've been using them as slaves and keeping them down and oppressing them. But really, they were the chosen people in all of our books. Man, that feels very narrative driven to me right now. If that was happening in another time, this narrative, I would be more open to it. Yeah, I don't right know. Right now, it, it feels real. I mean, hey, man, I'm, I don't know anything's true or not. I really don't. I've, I started off with that. I'll end with that. I don't know anything, but that feels really politically driven at the moment. Yeah. And I yeah, tend and to. Everything is really politically yeah, driven at the moment. Yeah, I don't, I don't know anything about that whole theory. I just know I've heard it before. But there's I've, actually... I've, heard some, I've heard some stuff. Although, have you heard of this new Into Africa? I don't know if it's that new, but Into Africa theory? Yeah, Bruce Fenton. I, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I, I find that, I, I don't know enough about it to comment on it, but I've been, it's been introduced to me, and I find that to be quite uh, a compelling argument. I find that it's very strange that we, base our judgments of people based on the amount of melanin that exists in their skin. Like that somehow is a way to tell what a person is based off of a genetic thing that has, from what I can tell, 0% to do with anything other than how much sun you absorb. No, I mean, it has like 70% to do with how good you are at basketball. Fair. No, that has nothing to do with melanin. Dude, that has nothing to do with melanin. That has to do with the fact that sadly and truly, we were breeding slaves to be bigger, faster, stronger. And I think they started out that way. Like, have you seen these like literal tribes that are still living pastoral lives in Africa? They're so super huge and muscular too. Have you ever <laughs> like, seen a Viking? Yeah. The, the world's I mean, strongest man is that dude from Game of Thrones. He just set a world record for deadlift. Really? The fast. fucking the zombie the giant? The mountain? No, the, yeah, the mountain just set a world record for deadlift. Wow. That dude's not even a joke. He yeah, he He didn't he didn't do it like Zuby. Where he he claimed that he was that, a woman for one day. Dude, I love that so <laughs> much. I followed Zuby as soon as I saw that happen. I I find him very intelligent as well. I like he's to super to smart. Face. Yeah, dude, that was that was really funny. This is ridiculous. I'm glad we got into this. Like, I have no problem with people wanting to identify whatever way they want to. Like, yeah. I'm very libertarian in this. Do you? Like, yeah. you don't bother Go me. Go for it. But when you're trying to make my kids call you some crazy shit, not yeah. happening. I mean, there's biology. We have it. I know it could change, but as of right now, that is that. And do as whatever you want. I fully support your ability to be the driver of your own boat in life. Anybody telling you otherwise can go F themselves. Do it. Like you do it. I'm over yeah. here doing my thing. Like, right. Why am I so somehow involved with what you're doing over there? No, dude, that's not the way it should be. Yeah. We shouldn't be telling each other what to do like this unless it hurts other people. Yeah, so if you're we, doing your thing. You up, like we'll hurt you now. Cause you're, you're like, we all right. agree that you can't do that. You can't hurt other people. You can't take advantage of somebody. But if you want to do right. something yourself, go do it. Do it. <laughs> yeah, dude, this is freaking awesome. This is the, probably the only time in the world that the majority of people can do whatever they want to do. Or the, the only time in the known world where people are allowed to yeah, just we're going to say from now on feel. that when, when we talk about the world, we're talking about the current world and we're not talking about the right. huge amount of history. I don't want to have to do right. I don't want to have to. Differentiate. <laughs> Atlantis could have been all whatever, dude. Like they could have had even more. We, haven't, than even, we haven't even talked about Lemuria and all the people before Atlantis. So I think yeah, we man. just say that I mean, we're just talking mean, about the world we were born into. <laughs> right. 
Exactly. Like as far as we know, this is the freest people have ever been to express themselves in whatever yes. way they please. But I don't like when this your expression stomps all over me or not just me. That's not even if you stop over me, I'll get I'll stop that. But when you're stomping all over the people and you're making them conform to your worldview, that yeah. ticks me off real bad. The other thing, this is semi-related. I thought for real they were going to be banning like large capacity magazines and guns. That yeah. felt like the way it was going. Depends on where you live. Crap. Not after this crap. You got a hundred riders outside. I can't have a 15 bullet clip. I need a hundred. Uh, yeah. Like those, the McCloskeys or whatever. Those people need big clips, man. Big clips. Yeah. That's what they're for. Yep. It, it's like, um, uh, what's his name? The, the fake Mexican Beto O'Rourke. And he, he was coming out about assault rifles. He was like, why would you ever need that many bullets? Like you're planning on having yes. to use them against the American police or the American military. Like yes. what kind of person are you? I was like, well, have you looked outside lately, bro? Because a free one motherfucker <laughs> We're playing games here. If somebody comes to my house and a mob comes to my house, I'm either, I'm going to get 15 clips that I'm going to have a belt on my, or yeah. I'm going to have a large high capacity magazine that I don't have to worry about defending my house and reloading and getting overrun because this, I thought for sure it was going to happen. I'm like, well, high capacity magazines are gone. And then this, and yeah. I was like, nope, they're not going nowhere anymore. I better buy a lot of high capacity magazines. Yeah. And keep them Seriously, somewhere dude. with low humidity for a long period of time in case you ever need them. <laughs> no, I kind of want to, I kind of want to get a humidifier just for my guns. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you should, you should treat your guns like cigars. You give them as um, credit to cigars. You got to, you got to take care of those babies. They're the reasons we, they're the reasons me and you can have this conversation right now because you can't do this in China. And guess how many people own guns in China? Zero. The government. Yep. That's who owns Dude. guns in China. Only the government. Never given mine up. Never. Ever. Ever. Cold dead it's hands. the second amendment for a reason. Yeah. When the first one doesn't work, number two. The second one protects the first one. That's how it works. <laughs> The second one is there to make sure the first one doesn't get messed with. Yeah. All right. So where are we at? I want to go um, to the bathroom. I'm going to go fill up my Jonathan's Cold beer. beer. Cold beer. Yeah. And then we'll get into some other stuff. I, I feel like there was a, a point that you touched on a minute ago and it was, I wanted to, I wanted to talk about it some more, but I lost it already because my attention span is always on whatever's happening. Yeah, man. I can't even remember what I had for lunch. Uh, yeah. I have no idea. But I want to talk about like what you're doing with the streaming and, and what's going on with the sports stuff and how you even have a job with no sports right now. <laughs> because people need sports now, dude. People They're need sports crazy. more than ever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got in at the right time. Yeah. Like we can't, we can't watch sports, but we can read Ryan talk about sports. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah. So yeah, we'll be back in a second. I'm going to leave it rolling. Maybe I'll edit all this shit out in the middle and put some cool music or something. All right, man. Sounds good. Oh, yeah, I'll be right back. Do what you got to do. If you yeah. got to do it.
right, all right. Yeah, I'm back too. I can't hear you yet. I have my headphones on so I don't get any feedback. What's up, Bubba? Not a lot. But yeah, so, so what came first, the Hicks or the Dude Ranch? Uh, so the ranch was 1931. It was a Girl Scout camp. And then in 1947, it sold to a guy that tried to do what we're doing now. Mm -hmm. And he sold it after a few years unsuccessfully. My grandpa bought it and then proceeded to have 12 children that he didn't have to pay money and got uh -huh. it. Yeah. And then, and then the, everybody else carried that traditional life. Just keep having right. kids, put them to work. Yep. yep. There's, 30, <laughs> there's 31 of my gen, and now I think there's 18 so far of the next gen. It's yeah, getting yeah. crazy. You're going to need to make your own state. Dude, the free state of Hicks. The free like state it. of Hicks. <laughs> That's a good movie, right? I haven't yeah. finished it yet, but the free state of Jones, Jonestown, what is it? Yeah, the, I, I always call it the Matthew McConaughey revolt movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good like uh my mom has been trying to get me to watch it for a long time and i never finished it i'm really bad at movies like they just put me to sleep immediately dude you've got to watch bob lazar and the area 51 thing we we're talking about that earlier that shit is crazy yeah i've been following rogan pretty closely lately lately i want to see what he has to say i haven't finished the interview with that girl he just did like the the second to the last one either the but trans, I, the trans teen girl trans one yeah dude, there's a real problem no shit. No shit. What do you expect? You know, that's why I always I always end up going back to the fucking Bible and it blow it makes me mad because I've been fighting against the Bible since I was a teenager. But um all the Christians were saying, No, we can't legalize gay marriage, we can't allow all this stuff into our schools because if you do, all this other stuff is gonna happen. And yep. then they're like, No, 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 we have to think about the people and their feelings. And then we did it, and then all that other stuff is happening. <laughs> all the stuff all the stuff they warned us about god damn it is dude, happening. I know. it's weird dude it's weird that that's like again i like fully support people doing what they want but Please. no 15 year old on earth is smart none of them yeah we were idiots when we were 15 we're idiots we were. when we were 25 yes. we we're idiots when we were 28 right now we're, we're like kind of figuring it out a little bit but we're still pretty dumb Dude, I, I keep thinking to myself, dude, five years ago, I was so stupid. And I'm like, five years from now, am I going to say the same thing? For sure. Are you sure? Positive. I'm not sure. I'm positive. I'm positive. Uh, like, look at that stupid, dumbass 33-year-old Ryan. He didn't know yeah, anything. Dude. Especially it's, if you have a kid in that time. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, game changer. We're trying right now. So I'm pretty yeah. excited about it. Mm -hmm. Can't have too many hexes. That's what I always say. Yeah, more workers, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I tell we everybody, army. You can't have too many hexes. We have a little army going. Yeah, Brandon has three kids now, dude. Brandon? Our yes. Brandon? Yes. Three wow. children. Yes. I haven't talked to him in a very long time. There's there's many of them. Sean has kids now. Uh, the like, dude? There's, yeah, they're all over the place. Multiplying like rabbits, dude. Yeah. Are y'all like, encircling Bandera? Do y'all have like your no. own little stakeouts? No, I'm, not many of us still live in Bandera, actually. We don't have that many jobs. No, so, not, not everybody wants to be in a dude ranch for the rest of their life. Fair. I love it, dude. I love working with horses. I met my no wife. No shit, man. That's so awesome. You're in, you're in the woods basically all the time. You get to live next to the river in a beautiful place. You get to be surrounded. You kind of get to make your own schedule a little bit. You know, like, uh, how could you get any better than that? Yeah, man. Plus, with all this madness going on right now, none of it's touching us. 
Yeah, and take care of your family. You know, like all like one of us or two of us of every family has to stay behind and make sure that you're you're taking care of the older generation and make sure that everything's working with the stuff that they built you know like it's a it's a lot of times it's a sacrifice you know you could be doing other stuff you could be in you know in vegas following the fights or whatever you want to do with your sports career but you could also be maintaining the legacy that is already 100 years deep you know what i mean yeah dude the other thing too is with what with, with what I'm doing now, everything's the computer gives me every opportunity to do whatever I want. Now everybody's doing this. Everybody, yeah. everybody that had their fucking fancy city jobs, they're paying ten thousand a month on rent and on their computer. <laughs> you know, yep. like the Harvard right. education right now, sixty thousand dollars a semester to live stream. <laughs> Bro, we could go another two hours about what's wrong with the educational system. Let's do right it. Now. We'll, we'll release a two-part episode. Dude, I'm game. We could do a whole episode on the education system. Until we get too drunk. We'll just go till we're too drunk to talk anymore. And then we'll just yell at each other. Yeah, okay. I'm sure people would love it, man. I'm sure people would love it. Yeah, I got to stop. That gets so on my nerves right now. Education is not worth it anymore. Why? I'm going to tell my kid when they're growing up, hey, are you sure you want to go to college? For real? Unless they fix this. Because, okay, when I was... You could buy a house and a car or you could get an education you could get on YouTube. Choose. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> my, my, the, my, the fifth in my family, I'm the, the first, the fifth in my family went to A&M. His last semester, he paid over three times the amount per semester that I did. Is his yeah. education three times more valuable than yeah. mine? No. no. It's less. <laughs> yeah, it's it less is valuable less. than yours. <laughs> it is less it is less. It's crazy. That's what happens whenever you get the government involved. Like you want That's what the that's what the next episode is going to be about: government involvement in our daily lives and how it fucks up every single thing. Everything. There's nothing they've ever done right. There's not a single thing they have ever done right. Yeah. Maybe the healthcare fit. system shambles. Way worse than it was before all this. The welfare system shambles. Social security, you think you're gonna you think anybody's gonna get any of that social security money? That's a hard thing, Ryan. That's the thing, is that people can't figure anything else out because we have this like very human impetus, like this urge of the same thing we have for our kids and our family, that we want people to be taken care of. We don't want somebody to get a bad uh to get like be unfairly treated. And I think that but once you, once you grow out of that, like you get older and you realize that, Hey, we're all unfairly treated and, and you have this great opportunity in this unfair world to uh, make something, you know, like the estate tax, which taxes 40% of the money that you Ryan Hicks saved all your whole life and this whole company you built. And you want to leave that to your kids, but they'll take it. They'll take almost half of it away just because you died. And, and you know, like, why should, why should they get money for free? What did they ever do? Like, doesn't matter what they did already taken half of my freaking money to begin with the whole lifetime and then and then not even that like you spend it and then you get sales tax and (laughs) we are taxed to death man we're taxed to death that's why america is floundering that's why we're not way more awesome than we already are because we're literally being robbed you know like like corporate taxes under biden he just released his plan and not that trump's a whole lot fucking better that's the horrible thing He's just another, he's a member of another mafia. You know what I mean? Like we have these two groups vying for attention and this one group owns all of the media and Hollywood and they, and they're probably arguably the worst of the two. You yeah. Know? My opinion they are for sure. For sure. They are, but it doesn't mean that Trump's camp, which is 
also Zionists and billionaires and all these fucking people. And they're also like doing super shady deals and, and doing people on, and shorting people on real estate. I'm going to cut that out <laughs> and um, doing all this stuff. But, and you know, like the Epstein thing is almost a purely democratic thing. Like every, every person on the flight logs that went to the Island and everything, like there's not a fucking Republican in the bunch, you know, like all the celebrities are vocal fucking Democrat socialist people that are always fighting Trump. And, and so like, we know that Epstein has a long history of, of having sex with children and he was convicted of it in 2008 and he served a sentence where he got to leave the prison six days a week <laughs> on like work release and go home. And then he would just like go sleep in the prison and leave in the morning and sleep in the prison and leave in the morning. And then he continued to do that for like the next four or no, 2008. So he continued to do that for almost a decade before he got caught again. And so, um, yeah, there's a lot of, of Democrats over there. But there's also a big long list of Republicans that have been um, already charged with pedophilia and um, all these horrible crimes. And if you just look back a couple of years, we had George W. Bush claiming there was weapons of mass destructions in, in, in um, Iraq, but there wasn't. And claiming that Osama bin Laden trained a bunch of fucking people from the desert how to fly a Boeing 747, which is like a super complicated machine and how to precisely slam it into these buildings in the middle of a extremely controlled airspace and all this stuff. And then, so it's not like it's Republicans and Democrats. It's not at all. Like that's just like, I think religion or racism, something that was handed to us from above to get us arguing with each other about stupid shit like abortion. I mean, not that abortion is stupid because, you know, kids are born at 21 weeks that are alive. And yeah. so, and they're aborting people way after that. So those are people. That that's are a hot that's a hot button topic for me too. And the thing, the thing that I will go completely secular argument here. Like at what point are those Americans? Because the second they're Americans, you can't kill them. So we have to decide. Why can you kill non-Americans? Why is that okay? Well, no, I mean, when we're talking about American law, right? Yeah. I agree. It's not okay, period. But we are literally, the second that that child becomes a person or you know, a legally recognized entity, you're no longer allowed to do that. And I, my hopefulness is that science will push us in the correct direction here. But I mean, who knows? Cause I don't believe, si not that I don't believe science, I don't believe scientists. Like science is a good thing. Where do the scientists work? Uh, who do scientists work for? Like the ones that you hear about. The whoever, ones funds, that whoever funds them is who they work for. The ones that are writing stuff in nature and science and, and, and these huge journals and stuff, who, wh where do they get the funding for their research? Private and, individual corporations. Yeah, people, and you can, people. you can follow all that money back. It almost always has an agenda. Almost every research that comes out is, is being researched. You know, like when they wanted to make marijuana illegal, research came out of the woodworks to explain how bad marijuana was. And here we are, what, 40, 50 years later, and we all know that marijuana is not that fucking bad. Like the worst thing. Cigarettes, not as bad as alcohol, not as bad as the prescription drugs we're getting. I'm smoking a cigarette and drinking alcohol right now. And both of those things are exponentially worse than smoking marijuana. I what's will the be, with a helicopter. No, what's the death toll for marijuana? Zero. Yeah. Forever, <laughs> since forever, since the existence right. of the plant. And, you know, like, 
I don't know for sure, but I've, I've heard this forever that the human brain has cannabinoid receptors in it, almost like we evolved alongside and with this plant on a regular basis. And, and cannabis is one of the only plants that will grow on every single continent that humans live on. Like you can, you know, there's a type of, of cannabis that will grow anywhere in fucking really cold places, really high places, really hot places. There's a strain for that. It's wild, man. And again, I'm not, I am against children using it because I'm against children using any sort of uh, drug in that manner. Any sort of anything that messes with a developing, a developing mind. Except sugar. Everybody yeah, seems I mean, to be cool with sugar. Yeah, because they paid billions and trillions of dollars to make people cool with sugar. Why is that? You know, sugar can- is worse than marijuana. Cancer didn't even really exist until we started uh, consuming processed sugar. Dude, I saw this wicked documentary about keto and how so many forms of cancer, keto can like not only halt it, but reverse it. Like a lot of forms of breast cancer, a lot of, yeah. I mean, not all cancer is the same, but most of them are sugar-based. They need sugar to grow and stay alive. And if you yeah. cut the sugar out of your diet, cancer can't survive in your body. Like, where is this information? That's what's frustrating. Me. How much money and how many like fucking marches and and we used to do this thing called relay for life where we would like sell laps around the track to businesses and stuff to raise money for cancer research and out of all this research nobody's ever coming out and being like hey it's because you're eating garbage what you put it (laughs) (laughs) nobody ever said that (laughs) no nobody has and nobody will the food pyramid is a freaking joke no shit it's me Processed processed food is on the pyramid. Sugar is there. It's like at the top. It's the top of the pyramid. You only have a little bit of processed sugar, but you can have it. It's good for you. Let's be realistic. You shouldn't be eating that many carbs unless you're like training that intensely where you're like running marathons and stuff. Yeah, carbs are the easiest, quickest form of energy to your body to use and produce. But we should not be eating this many carbs. To, To have that be the giant base of the pyramid is ridiculous. Yeah. I'm a meat and veg. Meat and veg. I'm not a big fruit fan. I just eat meat and vegetables with the occasional carbs because, man, they're good. I like so them. good, man. Carbs yeah. are delicious. I'm not going to stop eating carbs altogether. I did keto for three weeks. I lost 25 pounds in three weeks. And then COVID yeah. happened, and I, my wife had a lot of rice and beans, so I had to kind of stop. But I, when COVID happened, the first thing I did, I went and got a deer. I nice. had a buddy of mine remind me how to do – from top to bottom because it had been years because it's a lot it doesn't take very long to forget the skinning of a deer it's a lot of little details and stuff and i just wanted to be like look oh there's a meat shortage coming no there's not not for me there isn't because i will go harvest whatever i need to do to eat we will be eating meat whenever we want and that's the kind of meat i want to eat anyways the kind that i know where it came from and i know where it's been nothing's been added to it i'm just going to eat it just the same way we've been doing for 200 plus thousand years makes a lot of sense yep like I watched this show called Alone. It's like the survival show. Yes. You ever seen that? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I have, I'm not watching it religiously, but yeah, I've, I've seen it. Yeah, that's good. And they take these people and they just drop them in horrible places. And um, it's like, they always do it right before winter. So you have like one month to get everything set up. And it's always somewhere like Vancouver Island or the Arctic or Patagonia where winter is going to suck balls. So it's really kind of set up that you're going to leave after winter really sets in so they don't want people just living out there forever is that the contest where whoever makes it last wins yeah but nobody else gets any money like yeah. you could you could be out there for three months and the only the guy that is the last guy 
wins anything and everybody else loses and you just spent three months like suffering and putting yourself through hell for no reason <laughs> i don't want to do it if i wasn't okay. married i'd do it me too i want to do it and my wife would let me like we don't have kids or anything so i'd be able to do it um but it's what i've seen from that is that um the only people that make it anywhere are the ones that immediately get a fat source and a protein source you know like a lot of people try to eat like snails and rabbits and lichen and and reindeer moss and stuff like that to survive and tree bark and stuff and it's like two weeks later they're all miserable and sick and they're i mean i'm sure a lot of that has to do with our digestive system just being used to this kind of I, stuff it, yeah for sure like there's no diet that is universal for people no we are all different how could that be <laughs> we came from all kinds of different climates and climes and and food sources and everything like we evolved in different places we're different yep but when people say you have to go vegan, I'm like, dude, I would die real quick if I went vegan. Yeah, not only that, I would take all of you with me. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'd be angry. You're right. Yeah. I'd be shooting. <laughs> no way. I, if somebody told me I was allergic to pork, I'd go out with a bang and eat like ten pounds of bacon all at once. Yeah. Yeah, no, I feel you, man. Like, um, that's the thing. I just, I just had um, two vegan, um, genderless lesbians in my house for like two months three months and they were really big about instead of he or she you would say oh i'm so sorry fucking rookie move no worries they're loving the they must be watching <laughs> no this guy doesn't even speak english he's, there's no way he's watching oh hablo poquito espanol ah si que bueno oh no don't keep going that's all i got <laughs> that's it, that's it. <laughs> solo hablas poquito espanol yeah. <laughs> 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 I know how to say one sentence in Spanish. I know how to get a beer, find a bathroom, and find a library. Uh, Donde esta la biblioteca? Yes, thank you, Ben Stiller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it took me a few years, but I got it all. I mean, not yeah, all Immersion's the way to go, though. That's, that's really how you learn anything quick. You yeah. just throw yourself in there. Everything else is homework for me. Like I'm going to sit down and listen to a computer talk to me. You know, and that sucks. Like I, I, in three days, I feel like I'm just back in high school again or something. Dude, I hate it. I was telling somebody the other day, I think I've learned more in the last three years than I did in like the first 29 years. Just because of all these podcasts we have available to us now, all the wealth of information that you can just go find. And I'm learning yeah. about the things I want to learn about. I don't give a crap what year this thing did that. I don't give a crap about uh, differential equations or, or anything like that. That doesn't apply to me on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah. But when I'm sitting here learning about the fact that we don't know how the pyramids were made or the, 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 like the gods of Eden, uh, snake bros episodes, God, dude, that I can listen to that all day. Yeah. That is what I want. Yeah. A completely alternative story because it's becoming more and more obvious every day that the story that we were given is not a story. <laughs> That's not true. That's not how it happened. So we're really hungry for anybody to give us some kind of other perspective, something else that could be true. You know? Yeah, man, it doesn't even have to be true. It just has to make me ask questions about things that I'm interested in. The best questions don't have answers. They just open up more questions. And yeah. that is what I'm looking for. I want to find out the right questions. I don't care as much about the answers. I want to be asking the right questions. And if I'm doing that, eventually maybe one day before i die i'll know one thing and that one thing is going to be the thing like because nobody knows anything so if i can just know one thing i'm doing better than 99.9 percent .9 of people out there yeah yeah i think that's a very humble attitude to take 
towards the whole thing. And I think that maybe we've um, been way too quick to assume that we understand anything about anything. And that's what's causing all this trouble is us trying to, you know, like place our claim upon nature and say that we know how this works and we can modify the genome now because we're so advanced and we're so smart and we can, you know, we can feed people modified foods and we can do all this stuff and we can make laboratory grown meat because meat production is such a, a damage to the environment. And we could do all this stuff, but we're really doing that with like a child's mind. Like we really have no idea the repercussions of messing with something so complex as genetics. You know, we don't even understand 98% of it or whatever. And we're just going to go in there and, and switch things around and take the, take the bacteria from a termite's gut and add it into a corn stalk so that the roundup doesn't affect it. <laughs> you know, all kinds of crazy shit like that we're doing Ooh. all the time. We're playing God per se. Like the thing is, we we're doing we're blind and we're just feeling around in front of us yeah. and hoping we don't run into a freaking cliff or run off of a cliff yeah. we're just going until we do and then when we do we're like okay don't go that way well i don't want to walk off a cliff i don't want to be the guy that warns everybody else not to walk that way like if you want to be that guy feel free your life do what you want yeah. for me i'm cool with chilling here blind and just trying my best to start seeing things without my eyes to start using other things to observe the world around me. And then when I have an idea, which probably won't happen ever, because when you actually look about where we are in the universe, in, if there's only one universe, who even knows what's going on? We are smaller than the atom that is the smallest atom in the speck of sand on the beach, in the earth, in the solar system. Yeah. Like we are inconsequential to a degree, as far as size goes, we are inconsequential to a degree that is hard to put your to get your mind to wrap around it unless you believe tiny. unless you believe religion which takes the complete opposite perspective that says that no this whole entire thing that you're experiencing experiencing was created specifically for you by a deity that that wanted you to experience these things whether it's hinduism and and the maya and you know um christianity and heaven and hell and all these things like it's like in the Bible, it literally says that that God created this earth on purpose so that human beings could, you know, figure themselves out and stuff. So it's like, um, where do you go with it? Are we this infinitesimal speck that just happened to exist because of all these random events? Or did um, God create us in this specific place so that we could live through these things? Or is, and probably the most likely scenario that it's a mix of both of the, those things that God did create us, but he also created us in this realm that we could, you know, expand into things that even they didn't think of. You know what I mean? Like, like that's the whole reason that we exist with our own separate consciousness is that we can figure stuff out too that, that God never thought of, you know, like he split a part of itself off to um, form all these other beings that, that maybe they would have a chance to, to get out of the, the prison universe I that love, God was born into. <laughs> I love this idea of every single human being a tiny speck percentage of God, essentially. Yeah. Uh, and every one of us is divine and like our souls are divine. And we have chosen to come to this uh, earth to experience mortality, because if you are immortal, there's certain things that are never going to be able to be experienced. If you don't, and that have seems boring. It. Yeah. It being all powerful, does. you know, like knowing all the, you ever play God mode, Omega. You ever play God mode in the game. It's, it's lame. Crap. It's lame. Nobody lame. likes it. Nobody. Yeah. And so to give yourself a finite time 
to experience things that are kind of impossible to experience if you know that there is no ending or beginning, yeah. but to voluntarily come here and experience a finite thing is like the game. It's the thing that this immortal soul that we have is going, all right, hopping back in, just like when we play a video game. Yeah. It's going to be this experience we have. Like last time I became God, so maybe something else will happen this time. Yeah, maybe this, <laughs> maybe this time. Let's see who I interact with. Let's see what other infinitesimal speck of God I'm going to yeah. run into that might be able to change the perspective or change the way I view things. And I think that there's not a lot of learning you can do, like learning you can do when you're infinite like that. Yeah. So if you want you're to in become, God mode all the time. You're God. Right. So you can't find out hard is nothing. Easy is nothing. Everything is the same all the time. And so if you want variance and, and I'm not saying this is what I believe is happening, but I find it fascinating, this concept that we are here of our own volition and we're just experiencing this thing that we can or cannot experience depending on what we want to do. And uh, I like the whole idea of, all right, I've been here many times. Now I'm coming back in to see what else I can learn about this yeah. for like self-growth, like self-worth, like creating myself, making myself more. I also think it's very arrogant that God only created us and then quit. Yeah. You've never met anybody who's creative or creates things. They don't make one table and then just cut it. They're like, ooh, I did that. Let's see what else I can do. What else can I build? Like the fact that the universe is as big as we know it is, and God, we don't even know if that's the limit of it, and we're the only thing that was created. That's insane to me. Yeah, it's really stupid to think that that could possibly be real. Yeah, I mean. Especially who's... finding viruses in space and stuff. Like now they're talking about, it, 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 as soon as you have the first microorganism in space, that completely destroys any possible idea that we're the only place with life because space has life and space is a dead place. <laughs> Dude, have you, are you, you're aware of in space, our telomeres don't get shorter? I don't know, with, like for astronauts like, that are up there? You know what the telomeres are? They're like the aging aspect of our DNA. Yeah. So each DNA strand, for anybody who doesn't know, each DNA strand has telomeres. It's like a tail on your DNA. And every time they split, your telomeres get you shorter. You die a little bit. Exactly. <laughs> so in space, these astronauts that are spending a year up there and stuff, when they come back, their telomeres haven't shortened, which to me leads me to think of a couple things. Thing one, we're destined to go up there. Thing two, we've been up there already and we live Maybe forever. Maybe we came from there. So that's, to me, that's why we're not very good animals. You know, right, like, not, if you look like, at us compared to all the other animals, it's like, what the fuck is wrong with humans? We're not, we're not animaling right. <laughs> we're not like anything else that's here. Nothing else that's here is no. like us. Nothing else takes over in the same way we do. Mm. Nothing else uses resources in the same way we do. Nothing else also invents or creates in the same way that we do. Yeah. Like, not to the level, not even close. Like, oh, a bird builds a nest. Well, yeah. yeah. They termites build, termites build these really complex like societies and stuff, but they're very simple, complex societies. And their whole right. purpose is to go and get some food and bring it back. Exactly. Like, there's, <laughs> there's, what's the reason for an iPhone? And why hasn't any other animal invented it? What's the reason for the internet? And why hasn't any other animal invented it? Like, I know that they, I, they've had these things where apes and uh, orangutans and chimpanzees have figured out Oh, they can use a tool. Well, yeah, anything that has the capability to adapt is going to be able to use a new tool or a, a new thing yeah. and realize, wow, this could help me in this way. Yeah. But they're not going to create a tool. They're only going to use a tool that was given to them. And then you can make the argument, maybe all these tools were given to us. 
I find that hard to believe. Well, it's a still, I, I mean, that I think is a lazy argument to make because maybe that happened, but that's just like, okay, well, let's not just talk about this whole possibility that we just figured all this stuff out by ourselves. Yeah, I don't want to think about it. So I'm just going to say the easy answer and just move on. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's cheap to me. Yeah. It's a conspiracy, it, bro. Yeah. Oh, God, dude, I'm tired of this conspiracy stuff. I'm tired of also getting blocked on Facebook. That's that's a new thing for me. I'm not. I, that's one of my favorite things to do is get blocked on Facebook. It frustrates me because I'm in the middle of a conversation and I'm like, what in this conversation was blockable? What did I just say that you don't want getting out there? All I'm doing is quoting data that's publicly available. Yeah, that's not allowed like, anymore. You're not allowed to do that. Nope, because it doesn't fit the narrative. That's yeah. crazy to me. You're only allowed to uh, cater to people's feelings. You have to regurgitate what people tell you. And if you change any aspect of it, you're gone. Not yeah. allowed. I don't care. We'll, we'll start our own country. Fuck those guys. Chaz, dude. Yeah. We're going to call it something a lot less lame than Chaz. But yeah, or chop. Or chop. It's like, we, let's change it to something stupider. Do you all agree? We all agree. That was an upgrade. Yeah. I don't know. I'm calling it Chaz. Chops. <laughs> I don't know. I, I've just been saying Chaz chop. And I, I've stopped talking about them because the psyops over, apparently. You know, they wiped it out. It's gone now. It's not like it was a real thing. Um, they didn't fight for that land. Those six blocks in downtown Seattle, they were given it and gave it to them. They didn't then fire a single shot. They're like, here, you can have this place and you'll do whatever you want. Oh, you want to you kill each other and do drugs. Okay, that's what we thought you wanted to do. <laughs> yeah, experiment over. Experiment, <laughs> experiment over. over. Well, I, I guess anarchy doesn't work. Yeah, I, I've thought of it like it's a, a smear campaign for anarchy because what does anarchy mean? Like no ruler. Like right. no, no kings, no presidents, no nothing. They had like, one though. They had a ruler. Yeah, but I mean, the whole thing was a, a scam. Like, why, why did that guy have assault rifles? Maybe because he was part of the CIA, you know, or, or whatever. But he took over because how easy is it to take over a bunch of fucking soy boys with, with slingshots? Yep, no joke. Like, hey, I have a pistol. Everybody shut the fuck up. Yep, it's like the ultimate punch. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm talking now. Yep. I'm talking now. It's crazy, dude. But I, at this point, after reading that book, Chaos, about what they did with Manson and all the experiments with drugs. Is that like MK Ultra shit or what? I've never yes, read that. Yes, dude. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I was just saying that to my wife today. Like, imagine all the shit they got away with when we didn't have the internet. <laughs> That's what, the internet pisses me off a lot, but it's also the greatest tool for calling bullshit of all time. Yeah, it's our like, only... It's, it's our only um, ability like it's it's the only thing that the people have left that we can do anything with you know what i mean like if it nope. wasn't for the internet we'd all already be segregated and yep. all the people that disagreed would already be burned through the incinerators and stuff Killed. yep Killed. <laughs> we'd it's be crazy. dead as fuck yep me too be, dude yeah of course would i have ever even learned any of this stuff without the internet never or would i just be sitting yeah i'd just be sitting in my we would be oh. we would be like our uh like 13 year old selves forever Jesus, man, that's terrifying. I look at the internet <laughs> like a gun, dude. Like it's a tool. Depending on who's using it, it's good or bad. It's not yeah. inherently evil or good. It is based on the wielder of that, whether or not it's good or bad. It's more like a double-edged lightsaber. Like you think you're killing the person, but you just chopped off your legs. 
Like, yep. <laughs> True, man. It's very dangerous, but it's the only thing we have and it has to exist. You know, like it's the only way that we're having this conversation or that we know anything about all this stuff or that we heard the Brothers of the Serpent podcast and decided to wonder how these motherfuckers built the pyramids or any of that stuff. You know, it all we happened. Do you know if there were pyramids without the internet? Yeah, we'd know the pyramids of Giza. Like it's like the, been we, this tourist sure. attraction. Maybe I don't know. Like, if me living in Texas, would I even know that the pyramids of Giza existed? I mean, I don't trust our educational system. I mean, what is the educational system? You're like taking um, all of the world, everything that's ever happened, and you're slicing out twelve years that you're going to teach these kids of it. So you get to pick and choose twelve years worth of stuff of the billionaire history of the earth um and that's what we're going to teach and that's going to be the thing that all the people know you know what i mean no i i uh really really love like one of my favorite conspiracies is is the empire of tartaria dude i know i need to get on that oh my god that's so awesome because it's like everything we love about atlantis and all these things but it brings it all the way up to like 1870 and even further along, like World War II was really all the all the new power getting together to bomb the shit out of the, what was left of the Tartarian Empire so that nobody would ever know about it again. And all, all the adults that remembered, you know, like the, the 20 million people that died in Russia during World War II um, were really just wiping out this whole segment of society that remembered this other empire. And, and Tesla was the holdover, like all of his great technology. And he's the one that gave us radio and radar and fucking AC power and all this stuff. And nobody really talks about him, but it was him that did all that stuff. And he was saying that, no, the power is in the ether. It's everywhere. Like you can, if you plug stuff in the ground a certain way and you build a certain shape, like you will literally pull electricity out of the air and you can shoot it across like space to another place and use it over there. And that's yeah, what he was saying. What? Who could make money off that? Nobody. It would be free power. Yep. Yeah. Which is why I'm very hesitant to think that free power is ever going to exist. It already did. Yeah, <laughs> we mean, just got taken. Exist, I mean, exist in a real world application. Like you and I are never going to have access to it in a real. We way. are because, like, and in this podcast at least, it's called Paradise Now, and the whole point is that we already have all the stuff. We've already had it. We know how to. We know how to farm the right way. If you ever listen to. Um, God, what's that guy from Polyface Farms? I don't know. He's great, dude. He's a regenerative agriculture farmer. Dude, I love this. I find myself fascinated. I, I don't know if this is accurate, but they're saying in 60 years, our soil is not going to be able to grow anything if we keep going the way we're going. Easily. We're, we're mining it. And we know that. And we keep doing it even knowing that we have a better way to do it. We have a way that does the opposite. We have a way to grow food that makes better soil every year. Like people can start a farm with 2% organic matter. And in 20 years, they have 7 8% organic matter in their soil while selling livestock and vegetables and everything the whole time. And so we've, we've concentrated agriculture into these huge mega farms because you can use uh, $600,000 John Deere tractors to robotically do these perfect rows and farm a whole bunch of soybeans all at once. And then we can turn that into Doritos and all this shit. But all that stuff is poison. It's all, it's all garbage. And really it, farming is a wonderful job. You know, a little bit of it just by being around the horses and living in the open air and stuff like it. If you're not farming acreage in monocultures, 
you're really enjoying your life because you have pigs and you have cows and you have tomato greenhouses and you have a, a field of corn over there. And if you just had enough people, like all the people that are unemployed right now or underemployed or um, went to college at 18 years old to decide their whole future the rest of their life, <laughs> like, I want to be a biologist. <laughs> 18 year olds are idiots too. Why are we asking them to figure everything out right now? This is not yeah, fair. It's a sham. It's, it is a sham. I'm curious to think what your input is on this. Why can't we domesticate plants or animals for that matter in the same way that we used to be? Like you will never see wild corn or wild broccoli or any of these plants growing in the wild. Yet they we do. grow them. They Where do. I mean, seen- in California, the hills are covered in wild mustard. Like they had these mustard farms in, in the early... I don't know about mustard, but I've never seen a broccoli growing in the wild in my entire life well cauliflower they're all based off cabbage apparently i mean the yeah brassicas are a huge part of everything we eat but um that is a really long process like carrots are a very good example because carrots still breed easily with a lot of wild variations of carrots so you have to be careful if you're a carrot farmer and check all the area around that you don't have these other species I don't remember their names, but it's like really common weeds and stuff that will breed with a carrot and make you these tiny little carrots and um, ruin your whole crop. So it's, it's a lot of um, a long time using this stuff. I think, I mean, that's what they say. And maybe, maybe the aliens custodials just gave us like, Hey, here's a badass carrot that you can eat. You know, like you live in the, you live in the Inca mountains or whatever you're in the, um, uh, in South America, so you need potatoes and corn. If you just and quinoa, you plant this stuff. That's all y'all need to eat. This is all you need over here. This is all you need over there. So where did it come from, though? Like we didn't have that growing in the wild. We've somehow created these things. Yeah, you, you do. Like you, it's it's kind of a natural process. Like a sunflower was never that big, but somebody walked by and ate the seeds, and you know grabbed the seeds off a dry pod and took them with them. And then they went to their camp, which is like their fishing camp that they use on a regular basis for long term. And so they're eating the sunflower seeds and dropping them there. And so the next year when they came back to the fishing camp, like the ones that they didn't eat that fell down would grow. And they'd be like, oh, okay, I'll grab the biggest one, the nicest one with the biggest seeds, and I'll eat that. And then so humans kind of just selected all this stuff as we went along, eating the sweetest apples and, and getting rid of the other ones and then taking the sweetest apples to specific places and throwing the seeds out and then those would grow like the coolest story of that is the amazon rainforest was like 90 percent of the trees in the amazon rainforest are useful for humans in in some respects so the biggest forest on the earth was possibly um built per se yeah grown by the people that live there over long periods of time and that's the thing about the Amazon rainforest is that it's a super duper wet tropical rainy climate. So, and, and so you have all these trees and, and wood products to build your houses out of, you know, so that's what you would use for sure. You wouldn't use stone because there's fucking trees everywhere. So you just cut those into whatever you want. But in a hundred years, the Amazon with the humidity eats and the termites and everything, like all the stuff you built your whole city gone. And uh, 50 years later, there's another forest there. Like that's how fast the rain Rainforest. I'm curious what the climate was like there 10,000, 20,000, 50,000, 100,000 years ago. Has it always been that type of a climate? Probably like, not, but for a long time. Like um, now, there's so much clearing of the rainforest that we're, uh, we're uncovering these civilizations that we didn't believe were there. You know, the first explorers that went down those rivers and stuff, they told stories like, 
there was like all along the banks for miles and miles. There was just people and cities and buildings and fisheries and all this stuff. Like, and so they came through with their fucking smallpox. <laughs> and so the next time that somebody came through, it was like, what are you talking about, bro? There's nothing here because the jungle already ate it. And all those people were dead now, you know? That, that also brings me to the point of why are there bananas on so many freaking islands when bananas coconuts. can't? I mean, coconuts fucking float, so that's why they're everywhere. Coconuts makes more sense. Bananas yeah. can't just, you can't drop a banana and a banana tree won't grow. You have to cultivate a banana. Yeah, you have to bring the root. Yeah, so how are these bananas getting? Tsunamis, like, I mean, tsunami bringing a root somewhere. Like, My favorite theory is that they were planting them in these islands because people were getting shipwrecked. And if you look at what a banana's nutritional value is they're kind of like people pills yeah. you can live off a banana almost indefinitely i mean it's not going to be long-term healthy for you but they'll give you the nutrients you need to survive yeah and if you're so catching a fish here and there you're good to go yeah people were planting bananas yeah. on these islands which again insinuates that we've been traveling the seas for so much longer than we the standard model sets we have how, how could you not i mean there's like you talked about the the Japanese guy and, and the fossilized Japanese guy or whatever, but um, there's a current that goes from Japan to South America. Like if you just jumped out there in an inner tube, like you were on the Guadalupe River, uh, you would end up in South America. Like if you were shipwrecked, you didn't have any sails, you would end up in South America. Because is that the you, way it was seventeen thousand years ago? Though I don't know. It's been there for a long time. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. That that is a genuine question. I have no idea. I mean, we do know that uh, however many thousand years ago, the sea level was 400 feet lower because of the amount of the ice caps. I mean, we know of six ice ages that we know of right now. Yeah. Like, that's what drives me crazy about this global warming. Like, yeah, do humans have an impact on the climate? Sure. Does an ant have an impact on my garden? Yeah, it does, but not a big one. You know yeah. what has more impact? The sun, the rain, the wind. These things are changing. The, uh, let's go even bigger. Space. Cosmic uh, radiation, cosmic yeah. particles, asteroids, asteroids <laughs> landing asteroids. and smashing into us. Which we need, <laughs> we need to get off this planet, dude. We got to get off this planet for the just in case, not tomorrow, today. That's why Elon, man. You know what I'd love, honestly? I think this is the greatest idea of all time. We get to choose where our tax money goes. So you, when you're paying taxes, you say, "I want my taxes to go to the military. I want my taxes." go to education. I want my taxes to go to space exploration. So for, for you specifically right now with like all these inner cities being in turmoil and all this stuff, like people not having jobs or aspects and living in crime and all this stuff, your money would go to going to Mars. Yeah. Because I care about the survival of the human race rather than the survival of percentage of the human race. And what, now if, that's, what if the story in the Bible was true and that you were, uh, a child of God and you're protected by God and that you were put upon this earth as, as like a gift, like he gave it to you. And so instead of taking care of the gift that he gave to you, you're going to um, bail out <laughs> and go someplace that I, God never No, I don't want to abandon earth. I don't want to abandon earth in any capacity. But if somebody gave you a house and it caught on fire, are you going to try to put the fire out? Or are you going to say, okay, this fire is beyond something that I can take care of with this little cup that I have and this little faucet of water, like there's no fire department in this theoretical, because if there was, there'd be a space force coming here to, to fix the global warning. We already have a space force, so we're good. That's, that's true, man. I heard that show's pretty funny. I'm looking forward to watching it. I haven't it. watched it. Yeah, me neither, but I'm looking forward to it. I don't want to watch anything Steve Carell does after The Office. Go ahead, I'm sorry for interrupting. I feel you too, dude. That ticked me off when you left. I almost couldn't watch the end. I had to go back like years later and watch the end. Yeah. But uh, I, uh, 
Yeah, I would want to get off this planet, not to leave it, but to have another house in case our house burns down. We can go live there for a second until this house can be fixed. Yeah. Because the thing is, lightning causes fires. And no matter what we do, you don't have control over that shit. Exactly. This is something we have zero control over. So I want to get the hell off this planet, not me per se, but like the human race needs to be able to move in case. Like if the worst case scenario happens, which we know has happened multiple times or else there'd be dinosaurs in our podcast right now or whatever, (laughs) like things have gotten wiped out. Where's the mastodons? Where's all that stuff? They're gone. Things get wiped out. They, they blame that on humans. That's such a freaking ridiculous concept. I think so too. It's ridiculous. But we are good at killing species. Absolutely we are. But <laughs> to be fair, unless we're getting out there with AKs and helicopters, we're not killing them off in we mass. We really do that right now. Like the, we, I, I could sign up right now. Me and you can go with AK-47 and shoot hogs out of a helicopter. He should be, by the way. You know, it's, a <laughs> terrifying, fun. it's a terrifying world we live in now. The hogs are killing the rattlesnakes that rattle. So we're about to be living in a world with rattlesnakes that will not rattle when you come up to them because that's a dinner bell. Yeah, but I'm on both sides of that fence because we're all talking about a meat shortage. But by the way, we have a, a wild meat infestation. Yeah, but not all <laughs> hogs are good to eat. Not all hogs are good to eat. They, they eat so much stuff. No like McDonald's is good to eat, but we eat that's that fair, shit. Dude. I ain't arguing that one. <laughs> but like wild hogs, you have to be careful about cooking them, man. I, I, won't, I won't myself do it. I, like Matt will cook wild hogs sometimes. Yeah. And I love that because Matt knows what he's looking for better than I do. And he knows how to prep it right. And he knows what meat's good. Well, what do you think is the, how is that better than a um, um, mass produced hog? I'm not saying it is or isn't. What I'm saying is I hate rattlesnakes. And <laughs> rattlesnakes scare me. And the fact that they don't scare me so bad is because they rattle when you come close. Yeah. And now they're either being born without rattles or they're learning not to rattle because when it rattles, the hog hears it and goes and may, maybe it's not just a hog maybe it's also the redneck with the 410 rat shot yeah let's kill them all i'm cool with killing the rattlesnakes yeah but you know what i mean like we we shoot yes. a fucking snake every time it rattles too so we can't blame all this shit on a hog fair but i think there's more <laughs> my hogs my than- mom shoots rattlesnakes with the pink pistol on a regular basis i love that more power to you, dude. <laughs> more power to you. every time i see a rattlesnake i kill it too because i'm like what if that bites a kid and i'm responsible for that yeah i kill everyone that is in the people area if i'm out in the fucking woods checking the back fence or something i don't i don't kill them I'm like, Bro. i get that too because if, if you don't think realistically there's going to be somebody running into it there's no reason not to you don't mess with it but for me like the, these things are coming in places the, the hogs are the hogs are killing them at enormous rates and if yeah. rattlesnakes want to stay alive i think I, I can't confidently say this but i feel like this is true that more rattlesnakes are dying from hogs than people yeah probably and, a lot because i mean the hogs they, they move around at night in swarms of a hundred and shit yep. like they go they will wipe out a cornfield like they can go through and just kill every snake for for it's acres crazy, and acres man. and acres it's humans out there digging through the bushes like they are not yeah, not anymore. Yeah, and the snakes. I mean, a lot of snakes learn to stay away from people because they know that we're gonna we're gonna kill them for sure. Yep. Well, how many snakes eat people? None in North America. No, thank God. Yeah, thank. Can you God. imagine? Can you imagine a praying mantis the size of a person? We'd be extinct. We'd be extinct pretty quickly. Yep. <laughs> They're so much be better done. than us. They're ninjas, dude. <laughs> At everything. Yeah. They you really ever seen a praying ninjas. mantis in the murder hornet? Yes, it's so gruesome. Like that. It's, <laughs> it's like fucking murder. Fight. Murder something else because yeah, the praying mantis murder hornet. Yeah, it's not even close. You seen it's you seen the praying close. mantis and the giant lizard that like 
licked it like it tried to eat it like it shot its tongue at the praying mantis and tried to pull it in and the praying mantis just stabbed it in the head stabbed it in the throat and just started eating its jaw <laughs> and the <laughs> lizard was like what get, did i do they get hummingbirds they eat hummingbirds and anything mice. anything that comes within the range of the, the fucking awesome they're like the cats in the insect world dude they're the yeah. cats of the insect world yeah they're cold-blooded stone-cold murder weapons like I have, there's a cat that where I work, that's my cat. And he, I was living there at the time and the cat didn't want to leave. So it still stays there. Yeah. If that thing was as big as me, I'd be in trouble. For sure. No, anything no to do cats, with cats. cats are only nice to us because they're so small. Right. Exactly. Man. That's the only okay. reason they're like, this motherfucker knows where the food is yep. and he's smaller than me because if he wasn't, I'd eat him know, uh, right now. I yeah, wouldn't eat him. I would like I would like cut his leg off and let him and flop around on the ground for three hours. <laughs> I would kill him slowly. He would not enjoy this. Yeah, they're evil motherfuckers. I love I love talking to vegans with cats. It's like, oh, you're a vegan, uh, and you have a cat. Uh huh. <laughs> tell me, yeah. tell me all how about you how it? you're you're hosting another being in your house that goes outside and murders like hundreds and hundreds of animals. For fun too. For fun. For fun. It's an enjoyable thing. Have you seen, like, this is an old Joe Rogan thing, the vegan cats, where they only feed their cats vegan diets. Really? Oh, it's disgusting. We need to rescue those cats. I agree. It's disgusting, dude. They are sickly and dead, and most of them don't have hair. And they're like, I'm vegan, so my cat's vegan. And the cat is like, get me out of here. Yeah. Like, this lady's crazy. They can't eat vegetables. It's crazy, dude. No, cats never. They meat. would never, ever on purpose eat a vegetable. Like, my cat won't eat chicken if it has the wrong spices on it. Like, is too, <laughs> much, too much pepper here, bro. Fuck that. Yeah, what are you thinking? Yeah. Don't do you know that. better? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my ass in your face and get it as close as I can, as I can to you, so you know better. <laughs> yeah, that's why he's not, not allowed in the, in the room when we're asleep, because the cats do weird stuff when, when they're all awake Dude. in the middle of the night and you're asleep. I watched <laughs> this. Was the, I can't remember what the stand-up comedian was. But he's like, I have a dog and a cat. And like, if somebody broke into my house, the dog would be like, oh my God, like telling me, the cat would be like, oh, this motherfucker's dead. And he's just gonna watch me die. He's not gonna do anything. He's just gonna watch that burglar come in and kill me. It's like, cats are assholes. Man. Oh, it was, it was Nick Swartzen. Nick Swartzen talks about it. It's freaking hilarious. <laughs> it kills me, dude. Yeah, I, I've seen, um, I think Japanese or Chinese people using Siamese cats as guardians for their stores and stuff. Like Siamese cats are super territorial. And if you're not like part of their clique, they will attack you. And so they will no like, way. they'll lock everything up and they'll have three Siamese cats in their, in their store at night. And there's videos of people just breaking in and then this cat just comes out of the rafters and just latching on to the back of this guy's neck and stuff. And then another one jumps at his leg and like, they'll really just attack some motherfuckers that, that come That's into crazy, the- crazy, dude. Although I'm not space. that afraid of the Siamese cat, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I just take it, snap its neck, and move on with the next cat. Yeah, I grew up on a ranch in Texas, and my grandfather personally like put out a commission, like 380 cats. <laughs> yeah, I don't even want to talk about how many cats I've had to take out. You have for, to for, for health. Yeah, for health department. You have issues. to, man. Yeah. They 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 breed like rabbits. Like they, they are, really go crazy. They're bad. I like cats, not as much as dogs, but I mean, I don't want to ever have to kill a cat. But if you've got a hundred cats coming up. You can't, you can't, you gotta, if you can't get them taken care of as far as spayed and neutered. And you can't you gotta, because they live in the woods and they will rip your face off if you touch them. Yep. Seriously. 
they're vicious and yeah, they're not he, domesticated. I don't care what anybody says. No, they're feral as a motherfucker. He would catch them in traps and they were way meaner than any raccoon or possum you caught. Like they were going to, like you get anywhere near that guy is going to fucking kill you. Yeah. yeah. They're terrifying, dude. Yeah. They're you fucking tigers. They're mind? literally, literally tigers that are just small yeah. and live near. They're people. little baby wild beasts. Yeah. They're, they're one of the only animals that domesticated themselves. They just moved in with people like, hey, these motherfuckers just dropping food all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I can just make cute faces and stuff. And they I can just food. nap for the rest of my life and they'll just keep in giving me food. Man. Yeah, no, they're Not winning good. for sure. Yeah, I agree. But if you, let, if you let them go, they will take over your shit. Yep, no doubt. And yeah. they are a problem. They are a problem. Yeah. Same with deer. I, I don't get why people think deer are so cute. They're just like giant tasty mice. They are, literally. They have the same eyes, same ears, everything. They're literally giant tasty mice. The better backstrap. Yeah. But if I'm, mice are so tiny, what are you going to do? Floss with their backstrap? I mean, Yeah, you have to have like 11 of them for breakfast if you wanted to eat mice. True. Squirrel's delicious, but my God, you got to have to wipe out a big family. I feel the same it. way about dove. And I, I quit hunting dove because um, they're like, they mate for life. So if you like shoot the the husband dove and the wife is just like waiting at home for the next three years Dude, for i didn't back. know that <laughs> it's That's very crazy. sad it's very sad yeah they're delicious though they're so delicious especially <laughs> with some like cream cheese and bacon and jalapeno yeah man on point so man. what are you doing with the, the sports writing and stuff these days like what are, what are your streams you're talking about what are you streaming yeah, so I work for a company called belly up sports uh it's a relatively new company a buddy of mine i just randomly saw on Twitter that he had started working with them. Mm -hmm. And I thought, that's good. I love to write. I love to read. So I've always loved to write. And I thought I study hundreds of hours a year anyways for fantasy football for our family yeah. league. And Put stuff that shit like to that. work. Yeah. So I'm already doing all this. I might as well see if I can get paid for it. So they hired me up and I started writing. Mostly I focus on like football, fantasy football, but I do a little bit of basketball and a little bit of general football. Mm -hmm. But I started writing for them, I guess you could say professionally about two months ago. And that's really where most of my free time's gone lately. It's just been, you know, because I was learning guitar. I was writing a book. Oh, play me a song, right? No, I can't. Oh, come on. My fingers are dead now, dude. I have no more calluses because I haven't played in like two months. You don't, I need calluses. you don't need calluses for one song. That's fair. I can go get my guitar right now. Play a little can you, wagon. Can you do it? Dude, I'll play it as the intro music. I'll go. I can go get it later, yeah. I don't know where. It, yeah, I know where it is. I can go grab it here in a bit. All right. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how long we've been going. Uh, I think we're doing pretty good. Uh, you can end it whenever you feel uncomfortable or anything, but I'm good to go. I'm rocking, dude. I'm All feeling right. chill. I like it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not in any big rush. I got to be out of here by six ish, which is in an hour. And I got a shower, so I guess not quite six ish, but uh, 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 5.55. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what takes people so long? I don't know. <laughs> what are you doing in there? Are you fucking perverts? I don't know, man. It's, I don't get it at all. Yeah. I have long it's hair, weird. long beard. But my wife does accuse me of always being dirty. So maybe I just like don't. You work outside. It's a default setting, dude. I work outside in the tropics. Yeah, like, it's a default setting. I carry the trash outside at 6 a.m. before the sun comes up and drop it in the bin and come back with sweat on my brow just dripping down already. So that, Oh, I'm yeah, just, dude. I've been inside and I pit no matter what. Yeah. I'm okay here because I ran the AC for a while before I started this, but my AC has been on the whole time. I'm still kidding. I, I live, uh, the word in Spanish is empapado. It's like, uh, just a wet thing. Like it's soggy. 
Yeah, there's not even any humidity here, and I'm sweating. I lived in Baton Rouge for six months. Oh Killed. God. The devil rents his what house. What were out you in Baton doing Rouge. in Baton Rouge? What mistakes did you make in life? That. I was ignorant. I didn't know. I took an internship. <laughs> no idea what was I was getting into, dude. They tried to extend me for like three more months. We're gonna do the swamp. Hell no. Yeah. Plus the mosquitoes are so big, you gotta box them, man. They're biting I, right through whatever you're wearing. That's how it is here. They're on. I'm like, I have a like a carhartt or something and i can still feel them through my sleeves yeah with hypodermic wild. needles these motherfuckers seriously dude and that, that's why mosquitoes are like god's disease vector they 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 give everything to you like all the diseases would be a lot easier to handle if mosquitoes didn't exist yeah but they can pass that shit around like nobody's business yeah that's what I, I mean i wish we could just all be there as a species and say that you know what like god's trying to kill some of us you yeah, know, like there's a mosquito. We can't save everybody. Uh, the, Bill Gates, it just blows my mind that he can give a TED talk in 2015 and talk about the dire necessity to get rid of 15% of the population by 2050, or else we're all fucked. There's not enough resources. And, and then a, th- a few years later, is saying, hey, we got to save all these people. And if we don't vac- vaccinate them in time from COVID-19, then all these people are going to die. But I was like, weren't you just talking about how we needed a lot of people to die? Crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you just said you wanted, you wanted a bunch of dead people. And now you're like, hey, I'm going to save all these people. Like, Same for the government. I have a hard time believing they give a shit about my health. They just, I don't have a hard time. I know for sure that they don't care anything about it. No, me. they don't care at all. Why I mean, anybody they? who says otherwise is crazy. Who who makes them care? Like, what what impetus do they have to care about Ryan Hicks? None, zero. None. What are you gonna do? You're gonna write I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an income source for them. You're gonna write a letter to your congressman and be like, "Hey, I Ryan Hicks, I'm I'm not very appreciative of the way you're treating me and my family." Yeah, y'all doing a bad job. <laughs> you're doing a bad job. You're gonna and be like, "Okay, I still." Got if you don't money. change it, I'm gonna write like two or three more letters. <laughs> yeah, watch out. The letters are gonna be coming in hot. <laughs> Seriously, that's why I'm not giving my guns up. No, Never. no, para nada. Like uh, George Washington. I mean, if that if that is a true story, who knows? But like the the rebellion, they were rebelling because they they were putting a tax on tea. Um, how much of our like everything we do is taxed to the umpteenth percent now? Like we can't even go outside without paying some kind of tax. Dude, they, that- they they started their own country because of a tea tax. Here we are today, and, and they're taking, like, if you live in California, they take, like, 63% of your income. Why would you live in California? The weather's good, I guess. The weather's really great. That's, all, that's the only thing. I mean, it's nice. Like, you drive up the 101 from, from Los Angeles to San Francisco. That's a very nice drive. There's mountains and flowers and ocean. And yeah, but your gas costs, like, five bucks. <laughs> everything does. Yeah. I, I smoke cigarettes. A pack of cigarettes over there is, like, 11 fucking dollars. <laughs> It's insanity, dude. You got to pay extra tax to kill yourself on purpose. None of this makes sense to me. None, nothing makes sense to me anymore. That's all I've come to realize. Yeah. None of it does. That's a good place to start. Yep. Uh, I, I think it makes a lot of sense in that you have this small group of people that really enjoy owning everything. And um, they don't want us to realize that they own everything and they can do whatever they want and they can change the money and they can um, change the laws and they can 
if something goes bad in the United States, they have seven other properties in other places that they can go to, and they really don't care about us as a country, and there's no nationalism, but these are the people with the most influence, the ones that don't give a fuck what happens here, and all they want to do is siphon away everything good about us and take it with them whenever they leave to the next place, you know, and they're already building the next places. And they're getting ready to topple the American empire because that's the last thing I feel like that stands in the way of a, a global government controlled by the small group of people that, you know, cause everybody else is bending over. I'm in Mexico right now. And as long as there's police around, everybody's wearing a mask. Mexicans are really bad at following rules. So like always the nose is out. And so the mask is obviously not doing anything, but as long as you have it on your face, <laughs> you're complying. So they let you in the stores, but, um, yeah, like all over the world, it's like that. Like they have, like people talk about a globe, like a conspiracy. Like you talk about the Illuminati, and that's just a stupid name for all these really powerful people. They don't, they don't have a name, but we know that in Great Britain and Canada and Australia, it's all owned by a royal family. Like they literally own the land. Like Canada's owned, Great Britain's owned, Australia's owned by this family. And they're, they're not like technically in control. You have the parliament and you have the, the prime minister and stuff. But they do. are really. But they are really. Yeah. And so they're royals. That means they have special blood that makes them more able to be in control. They were born into control. And so we're out here marching in the streets about racism. Meanwhile, we have this family that thinks that the whole human race is less than them. How more racist, how more prejudiced could you be than that, than being a royal? <laughs> yep, because that's my kid. My kid gets to tell you what to do because it's my kid. Yeah, he was born here, so sorry. It's wild, man. It's This is a crazy time right now. And, yeah, like, I, I can – the thing is, like, if you look at it hard enough, so many people are just looking through this little keyhole at this giant tapestry – yeah. And they're like, look, it's blue. It must be the ocean. I'm like, dude, that's the color of this dude's eye. That's yeah. what you're seeing. Like, you don't also see the color hair. of the sky. So it could be yeah. anything. Calm down. <laughs> you do a puzzle, figure out the sky and the ocean. It's not easy. Yeah. You, you, you have to work your way through it. And we're just looking at this tiny little speck and thinking we have a clue about what's going on. Yeah. You don't. No, that's why we can't let them take the internet because it requires all of these conversations. It requires like every single, like all, like all of us, if we were like a gigabyte of RAM or something like that, like working together, like everybody has their own mental force to add to understanding what happened. Because I, I, even though we lost our history for sure, it's been taken from us. Um, it doesn't mean that that information isn't still there, you know, like what is buried in those 98% of DNA that we don't even know what's happening. Like maybe if we just put ourselves in the right frequency, we have all that information, you know, like we know how to build the pyramids and we know how to use sonic technologies and all this stuff. And really we're just so fucking distracted by stupid shit all the time and things that we have to do or else our family's going to die. But really um, that, it doesn't have to be like that. Like we already have, we could set up the ability to take care of all of our basic needs for us. We already have robotics and things and we could all just like be pursuing these tasks. But instead we're marching in the streets, uh, Republican versus Democrat when um, we they, like, they all agree on the same fucking basic shit. And there's only yep. a few things that we disagree on. And we're just fighting each other, fighting each other, fighting each other. Yep, since the beginning of time. Yeah. If there's always something else we're worried about. Since the beginning of history. Yep. Well, yeah, exactly. This is the beginning of history. We just, it's always something that's got our attention that's not that 
either relevant or important or real. Something is wrong about what we are focused on all the time rather than the things we should be focused on. It's not good, man. And the, like the thing is, I do see, it does seem like so many more people are waking up to this, but is it enough? Like are enough people waking up to this? Like never in the past years have I seen so many people like never, talking about never. Epstein, talking about the Pizzagate, talking about like the New World Order, all of these things that are looked at as like conspiracies. Nobody's been talking about this. And now everybody's talking about it, but is it enough of everybody? Are you is talking it, about it like with your family at home? When you are sitting at dinner, um, like how, how deep does it go? Like your aunts and uncles are talking about it or just like the people that you follow on social media are talking about it? No, it seems more like the people in our generation are talking about it. Yeah. It doesn't seem like you can talk to people in the older generation because they just don't want to hear it. So it's a lot to go. It's like, okay, so by the way, there's human trafficking everywhere. And you have to understand all this other stuff to even begin to see where we're coming from. But I, I was hoping that Epstein would kind of break that barrier too. It's like, but, you know. It didn't. I thought it would too. Yeah. And if she, I just was talking to somebody the other day. If she dies, it's time to get rid of every single person. Because if we can't figure out which one of you dudes and chicks are doing this, and you're going to force our hand into not knowing, we just yeah. got to eliminate all of you. Every one of you is going to have to go. Yeah. Either you protect the person that's going to rat on all the bad people. And if you can't, that means either A, you're complicit in this, yeah. or B, you don't have enough pull to make it happen. So either way, you're incompetent or you're involved. So one way or Both. the other, we're going to have to get rid of you. You're incompetent and you're involved. If you're a good politician, which I think is like an oxymoron almost. 2%, maybe. If you are a good politician, you have got to be pushing this because if you want to stay during what eventually could happen, if, if, if just, I don't know how to say her name either, just saying Maxwell dies, to me, that's it. I'm like, that's it. This is the second time in a row. With, if you guys can't do your jobs, we'll find somebody else who can. Yeah, because but they, gotta, they could if they wanted to. Like, we have the most highly trained special forces on the planet. Put one fucking SEAL team in the hallway and everybody gets a, a body cam and you put some cameras up in the hallway and live stream that to the world because we don't trust you anymore. I love that. But that's the thing is that we don't trust them anymore, but they still have all the power. You know what I mean? Like um, we set up in the United States, at least we, the people set up the government to do these certain tasks and they're not doing that shit. And not only that, they're going blatantly against the only rules they have, you know, the constitution and they add all this stuff to the constitution. And now they're saying, well, if the founding fathers left the ability to amend the constitution, that means they wanted us to change it a lot from now on every time something different happens. But um, that's like not even a conversation you can have anymore. Like even the constitution is racist now because somebody racist was involved with it. But what else is there? Like now what? Who gets to decide? The mob of people, like whoever's maddest and with the most violence in their hearts, they get to decide the next step for everybody. It's crazy, man. It's supposed to be a democratic republic. It's not a democracy. It's not a republic. It's a democratic republic. This is the system that seems to have worked and we're pretending like it didn't, but, and everybody likes to attribute all of the problems of the last, all of humanity to America. 
when in reality, the only solution to these problems has been America. Yeah. How long did it take us to end slavery compared to every other country on the planet? Thousands of years. Or I mean, it took the world thousands of years, but it ended in the United States. In less, in like a hundred and something years, it ended. We yeah. ended that. We gave women and the right to vote. 60, all- 60 years after they ended slavery in the United States, there were still slaves in Arab states and all these other places, black and white. There's there still are. Yes, today, more than ever. More slaves today than ever in the history of the whole earth. It's crazy. And everybody's saying America is the problem. I'm like, y'all are missing it. America is the solution. This is the only thing that... Also is- not that, because you can't say that. You can't say America is the solution because we're only 360 million people. And so we're on a, a world supposedly... A small scale solution, I guess. 7.7 7 billion. And Americans are exceptional, but that's why everybody hates us because we say that shit. We say we're exceptional. Why are we exceptional? Yeah. We came from everywhere. Like, what makes us different? I think it's the... Um, governmental structure, which we borrowed a lot from the, um, not the Syracuse, Navajo, maybe, I don't know, one of these tribes that had this council, they had a council of grandfathers, and the grandfathers started all the decisions, like all the older elder men would get together and and from all the powerful groups, and they would um, say this and this and this need to happen. But in order for any of that to happen, it had to pass through the council of grandmothers. And so the grandmothers was all the wise women and all the, you know, the, all the people that had been around the medicine women and stuff. So anything like the men would decide what needed to happen. And then the women would decide when or how or, or what, and they could veto the men too. And they could be like, no, this doesn't need to happen. And then they could go back and forth and stuff. But Thomas Jefferson took that shit when he was designing, you know, our current system and, I agree that our current system is founded f- by racists. Everybody, every fucking white person at that time was racist in some regard. That was yep. the whole culture, I think. Like, just judging by my grandparents and as far the back you looked, it seems like there was this huge divide in race that yeah, we don't sure. so much have anymore, but still the vestiges exist. Absolutely. Know? No denying, like, there are, there are elements of racism sprayed in here. But the greatest strength of America is its ability to look back and go, that's a problem. That was fucked up. We shouldn't have done it like that. Let's do something. Now we can fix it. We're the only place where we can, not like we, the country, but we, the people who live here, can decide what to fix, or at least that's the idea. Yeah. And it's more, it's, it's more that way in the United States than anywhere else. Anywhere else. Exactly. You can't have that same kind of protest, protest in Mexico. You know, like China. Mexico, Mexico, China, fucking forget about it. Yeah. I, I have this friend from high school that went to China. He's there right now. He's like teaching English and stuff. And I know likes, who you're talking about. He likes to chime in on fucking issues and stuff. And it's like, <laughs> he, he was on the Black Lives Matter thing. He was like, if I was there, I'd be out in the streets. And I was like, bro, what, bro? hey where are you right now? You're in China. And so why don't you just drop some poster boards and go out there in the streets and start protesting all the Uyghur Muslims that are currently got their beards shaved off and <laughs> got sterilized and are working in factories for free by the millions in China today, right now, literally right now. You have no ground to, to make any stance when you live in a country where there is no freedom. There's no freedom there. No, but there is though. Everybody's so happy in China. They all agree that everything that's happening there is really good and they're all super, just like the NBA. <laughs> China, the, the civilians in China are just like the NBA. Like 
Americans go there and they think like, whoa, what are you talking about? Everything's so free. It's, it's like, it's because you're American, dude. You get treated differently. Like you can't act like this if you're a Chinese person. Nope. You can't you can't just go around being stupid and getting drunk and saying stupid shit. Like if you're actually a Chinese person, then you would uh, be arrested and beaten and all this stuff, I think. I mean, I've never actually been there. And so all of my information is filtered through these other sources that, you know, secondhand, thirdhand, fourthhand. So uh, I, I'm always skeptical about making opinions. Like if my government tells me China's horrible, well, they also tell me that um, there's not a pedophile conspiracy. So yeah, they're it's all hard do you believe. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And that's why we have thought, logic and reason. So we can sift through this BS and try to find the truth in there. And it's not easy and not everybody can even do it. No. Like people are stuck. Even the people that are trying really hard to do it are getting their asses kicked. Yep. <laughs> you know, like the harder you try, the less friends you have. And, and you know, you're, even your family goes against you because you're talking about any time, even the 9-11 conspiracy, which I can't ask anybody to believe, but I know for sure that there was an extra building there that never got hit by a plane and that still collapsed perfectly into its own footprint. And so, Yeah, that plane must have had special powers or something. Yeah, the special powers not only melted the spill beams magically in one building, the steel beam melting capacity jumped to a separate building a block away, melted all their beams, and then they also collapsed. So that's what I'm saying. It's like the moment you try to get somebody there, even that, I mean, even less stuff, you know, even less, like that's a big one. But as soon as they take that step, then they immediately have to take all the other steps, you know? Yeah, because live in... in like in chaos in your mind, in your own mind. Like I believe the 9-11 was a hoax, but COVID is for sure real and everything else. You know what I mean? Like it makes you go all the way there. So it's yep. a lot easier just to, nope, no, thank you. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Because you're afraid of where it goes. The rabbit hole has no grips to get back out of. You're going all the way down it. Yeah. It's not letting you back out until you go all the way through the ride. You're strapped in and you can't help it. If you're inquisitive, it leads you down more and more past and not saying that all of this stuff is factual or true or There's anything. no way it is. It's also a lot of bullshit in there, too. There's no way that the, this is, humans are so fallible that all the conspiracy theories also have their own conspiracy theories inside of them about how it's bullshit, you know? It's difficult. I love the way you drink. Let's do another cheers, man. You're doing really good. You can keep up. Mm. Not a lot yeah. of people can drink like this anymore. Everybody thinks it's a sin. There was a point where I was drinking an inordinate amount of beer. Yeah. Then I got married and I drink a lot less now. Yeah, I agree. And I'm not trying to say everybody should drink more beer because it's a, it's a heavy weight, you know, on your body. Like you're asking a lot of your body. That's what made me stop. Instead of drinking seven days a week now, I drink three. Yeah. Three, That's three, three four, five. You know. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is an extra one today. My <laughs> so four this week, but on average, you know, three and a half. Yes, exactly. When you have everything in, it's three and a half. This is hot outside, man. There's nothing I want more than when I get home to have a. I know all beer. the excuses, Ryan. Don't even. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I give a new one every day. Yeah, exactly. Why not? They're yeah. reasons. They're not excuses. The reason. There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of sh crazy shit going on in the world, and and my um, beer drinking is one of the least detrimental, in my opinion. So let's focus on some more important shit. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> We can get but, to that later. Yeah. Yeah, and we will, of course. You, you don't get around to anything in life. Yep. <laughs>
it's but for now we're, we're, we're young and healthy and our bodies can still regenerate all the cells that we're shedding so drink up Agreed. but then there's also 90 year olds having a glass of scotch every night and smoking a cigar so it's you know yeah agreed i'm not the worst that's why i keep <laughs> telling myself at least yeah it's a good way to get out of it yep self-justification it works for me works for everybody yeah <laughs> universal <laughs> oh it's a universal skill like no it's not that bad because of all of this stuff yeah there's hungry kids in africa man so what am i what's my problem yeah, they don't even have rice, and I'm here worrying about drinking too much beer. <laughs> yeah, somebody's got to drink it. Yeah. Feed these people's families. You know, I hear that um, the earth produces t um, like 10 times or 10 times more. We, we produce enough food to feed 10 billion people already. You know, like we throw it away and we trash it and we do all this stuff. And so we're trying to be fed this narrative that um, we're overpopulated and all these narratives are coming out of cities where, which are overpopulated, you know, Los Angeles is fucking for sure overpopulated. There's way too many people there. Yep. New York city is a trash. Dude. Yeah. And so is Los Angeles. And, and so if you fly from New York city to Los Angeles, like you fly from one trash heap to the other, but you fly over like 3000 fucking miles of empty space almost. Yep. That's not even, you know, it's just private land. It's not, I mean, some of it's farms, some of it's this, some of it's wheat, some of it's corn, a lot of it's wheat and corn. But, um, I mean, honestly, like if we were really to stop destroying everything, you know, like not having really polluting factories and things like that, which we can do, like we could support a way bigger population than we are already in a lot more um, comfortable way. You know, we could spread it out more and everybody had local food production and organic food production and sustainable food production. And, and we have the internet now, so we don't need to like, oh, I got a meeting here and I got to go over here. So we all got to live in the same place like New York so we can keep the business going or Los Angeles so all the actors can be in the same place and move and shake and stuff, so. It's frustrating. I mean, yeah. it's like the world has adapted and we refuse to adapt with it. It's, come on, guys. This is a new time. We have all this stuff now. It can change the way we live, but we don't want to change the way we live. What do you know about blockchain? Um, little. Yeah, it's a complicated subject, but it seems so prevalent. You know, like Bitcoin is blockchain. Like Bitcoin kind of started the whole blockchain craze. And um, my first thought is that blockchain sounds like a terrible name. Like, I agree. <laughs> why is that something that we would want to get behind? It sounds like you're trying to put me in a block and lock me in chains. Yeah, agreed. It's like a prison uh, phrase. Sounds very prison-y. I don't know why they went with that. They could have thought of something different. But supposedly it's so secure that, you know, like there's no way you could tamper. Like that's why Bitcoin exists because and they have all these uh, processes that they do and stuff. And so that they can ensure that every Bitcoin that exists, exists in this place and this person owns it and there's no way to lie in the system we can't just create money like we're doing right now that's going to punch us in the face look that rogan podcast you posted dude that, that right was did you listen to crazy, that the crazy that, did, that dude didn't shut up for three hours he talked for three hours straight <laughs> and everything he said was like oh fuck oh fuck yeah me too dude it's time to bite the bullet we're gonna have to bite the bullet now right we're going to bite the machine gun later if we don't exactly. bite it now. That's where I'm at with it. It's like, what do you expect, man? Y'all 
been eating all this cheap fucking garbage food and and consume like you change your cell phone every year why it's crazy. It's you're, crazy. you're like you're like forcing like somebody spent hours of their literal life making your cell phone so that they could make it again next year <laughs> and we just keep doing it and 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 doing it like infinitely and the Americans don't produce anything anymore. Like we don't, well, we don't have anything. We don't do anything. Like we're just like services and buying and selling. We're just consumers. Yeah. We're just consumers. It's almost like we've been set up. Yep. Like somebody set us up on top of the world just so that we could be toppled and yep. made, made to look like assholes. And They've been sitting there bashing our foundation for a long time. And when it gets weak enough, it's just going to collapse. And there's people Crazy. telling us, you know, and we're not listening. Fuck that. Nope. <laughs> but Man, I'm listening. Here. I'm planting a lot of stuff. And I'm trying to, like, make my markets more local and bring everything home again. You know, like, what do we really need? That's why I love that show, Alone, because these motherfuckers yep. are dropped off with 10 items, a saw, a boat. Like, you get to pick your 10 items. You can pick fishing hooks or uh, uh, what do they call it, drift net or something like you get to pick all these different things you can pick an extra tarp whatever but you you start out with nothing and then you have to figure the fuck out how you're going to survive the, as long as possible and you realize really quickly that human beings don't need all this stuff and and that we're just like piling stuff like buying a new 2020 corvette that's made out of fucking plastic and, <laughs> and recyclable aluminum and it's going to break down in two years so you have to buy another one and it's bullshit yeah, they make phones just so they'll break down. They, plan, they make them that way. I always say the word wrong, wrong but it's planned obsolescence or obsolescence or something. Like it's built into the system. It's built into my computer and your cell phone and everything to break down on purpose to wear out. But we know how to build all this stuff in a way that never ends. Like we could we're literally make all our stuff infinite. It would be more expensive on the outset. You know, way making, cheaper long run. Yeah, you're making diamond circuit boards and, and carbon fiber frames and stuff like that, but that's the last time you make it. And yep. you could literally design the system so that when it if it ever does break down, you can bring it back to the factory. All that stuff can be remelted down and reused in the same components to make the next thing. It doesn't have to be this constant mine out of the ground, build it into something, throw it in the trash. Mine out of the ground, build it into something, throw it in the trash. Ah, oh, man. Seems like every time, any sort of tangent we go on, there's another problem that just, it seems self-created. Like yeah. we're doing it to ourselves. Yeah. yeah, that's why I always get back to religion. <laughs> it's it's almost like it's just a, a hologram. <laughs> yep. And no matter what we think, that's going to happen. It's crazy, dude. All right, brother. I feel like we had a really good talk. I don't know how long we went, but... Uh... I don't either, but I feel like it was at least two hours. Yeah, we talked about a lot of stuff. <laughs> and, uh, I'm sure we could go a lot longer, but there's stamina required and everything else. Yeah, man. I appreciate it. Oh, I enjoyed you. it. Yeah. Absolutely. Is there anything else you, you want to plug something or talk about what you're doing or something you want people to look at or just say one love, it's been real? Double salute, man. Double salute. Yeah, I mean, if you're interested in sports, uh, you can – Find, you can read my stuff, but if not, then don't read it because I don't want where do, to. Where do we find it if we are interested? And we want uh, to the easiest way to do it is on Twitter. Um, when I, when Twitter came out, I thought it'd be hilarious to do at real Ryan Hicks, just in case somebody named Ryan Hicks was famous, I'd have make them buy it from me. But <laughs> nobody else named Ryan Hicks got famous, so that's my Twitter handle. You should have grabbed both Ryan Hicks and at real Ryan Hicks. 
<laughs> yeah, I get them both. Exactly. But yeah, at Real Ryan Hicks, the, the company is called Belly Up. You can find them at Belly Up Sports. My, where I usually live mostly is Belly Up Fantasy Sports. Uh, and that's where all my stuff is. Hi, man. Hi, brother. Thank you, thank you so much for being here. We'll do it again Absolutely, sometime. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah, it was fun. Later, later.